Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. This is a podcast. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Click the Marvel Show. The BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. Yeah. 
Good, y'all. Straight Frazier and Maestro Styles. Yeah, man. We here in the house, y'all. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. It's Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast on a cold Tuesday evening, y'all. Uh, just a few things just to remind you guys uh, before we get into the show here. Um, go to www.spreaker.com. That's where we're doing the show live right there on Spreaker.com. Go find our page and go click the yellow follow button. So when you do that, you can get in the chat room and you can interact with us while we do this show. And also for future reference, when we do these shows live, you'll get email notifications for when we do these live shows. Also, you can follow us on social media. We got the Facebook page. We got the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, we also got the WordPress blog site. Just go to WordPress.com and look for Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast and you'll see all of our blog posts right there. And then also you can follow us on the Twitter handle at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. Maestro, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I, I mean, we, we, we talked about Diddy last week. And, you know, Diddy's motto is, can't nobody hold me down. Can't stop, won't stop. Ain't nothing going to stop us from doing this show, man. You know what I mean? We, we had a couple of glitches, but um, we, we, we got it fixed. We back here. Let's get it. We, we we doing the damn thing right now. What's what's good, man? What's good, let's, man? Let, let's let's get this thing popping, man. Hey, Mocha. First of all, shout out to the X Squad affiliates. Mocha, what up, Big L? What up? Uh, let me borrow like twenty dollars off you, girl. I'm saying you want you want DraftKings. Let me borrow twenty dollars up off you. That's what's up. 
I see uh, I thought I saw Mac Farrell up in here too, man. Uh, Mac, what up, man? What up, Mac? What's good? What's good, what man? What them Steelers look like, boy? What uh, them Steelers look like, boy? Man, um, I'm 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 pissed at my team right now, and you know we won and everything, but we we couldn't get James Harrison, man. Like it seemed like it seemed like the damn Patriots. I don't see why every, everybody's every so time, excited. It seemed like the damn Patriot, but let, let's be real, and we, we just heard somebody talk about it on TV. The Patriots didn't get James Harrison because they think he's going to yeah, right. do something athletically for this football team. Well, when you look at their pass rush, maybe. Uh, their I, pass rush is garbage. Uh, yes, I, I agree with that. Their pass rush is garbage, and they can't stop the run for nothing. Yeah. At, at the same time, though, come on, let, let's be real. The Steelers are going to the playoffs they just cut James Harrison, and if you're a playoff team in the AFC, James Harrison is up for grabs. Not just because of his ability, but the Steelers' playbook. Let, let let's I mean let's totally be honest about this. And it seems like the Patriots every damn time they hop on these things, and I get so pissed at my organization for just not hopping on it. And I've, I've been seeing all a bunch of you know news topics and headlines about. The pa- the Patriots and the Ravens are, you know, involved in stuff. Yeah. I I just knew f- for some reason, I just didn't think they you know the Ravens could pull it off, man. I, yeah. I I thought you know what maybe we could bring them in because look I mean our pass rush hasn't been you know lighting it up over the last few weeks either. Um, so maybe there was a chance that that could happen, but but more than that, man. Um, James Harrison won won a Super Bowl this year. And if you and no, I don't think the Ravens got a shot at going to the Super Bowl, but then the playoffs. But then, so if you're asking, paper, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're asking who got a better shot, obviously is the Patriots home so, field advantage, yeah, uh, defending champs. Yeah, you know. So he he, you know, what I'm saying he he took his he he went to the best available team in regards of having an opportunity to win a Super Bowl, um, and that's what he did. I ain't mad at him, um, you know. I see you. I see you when I see you. Um, I did. I, Monka Bella said. Uh, I saw her comment. James Harrison gave the Steelers playbook. That's about the only thing James Harrison knows. Is that's the playbook because he ain't getting no burn. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It, it has nothing to do with his ability. It, it's less to do with the ability than yeah. it does, you know, getting the scoop in the inside info. Yeah. On what the Steelers are going to run. Mm-hmm. And I just hate the fact that, I mean, for, for my team in particular, but, I mean, what about the, what about the Chiefs? Uh, I mean, their pass rush hasn't been hitting it yeah, but lately. They I mean, gonna, but they're not going to beat the they're not going to beat the Patriots. Uh, well, I mean, you so, never I mean, know. I, yeah, I, I mean, mean, on paper, but that's why they play the games. And yeah. and if you're somebody like Kansas City, or I mean, that's I mean, really, there, there's really two teams that can get James Harrison in a situation like this. Because Jacksonville, they got the pass rush. And if the Chargers get in, they got the pass rush. So that that leaves Baltimore, Kansas City. Well, I don't see James Harrison hurting any team he goes to. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not going to hurt any team he goes to. Not at all. But like I said, um, it's, it's it, like you said, oh, I'm sorry, like you said, it's an inside track thing. They want to know how to combat what the Steelers did mm-hmm. um, week, uh, f- week week fifteen because let's be honest the Steelers had a great game plan yeah. in that particular game and because of a boom touchdown call you know the Patriots walk away with the W 
and they, they, they know they didn't deserve that win. I mean, even as a Raven fan looking at that game, Patriots got outplayed for about a good, I don't know what, 45 yeah. minutes and of the football game. And not like they was getting like thoroughly outplayed, but we did have the edge. We did have the edge in the game. Oh, the edge was with Pittsburgh. Yeah, no we, question. We definitely had the edge in the game, um, and they want to know how to combat that. They want to know how to exploit, um, get, you know, exploit some other corners and get some other receivers involved. Um, you know, and you know, and they should do that. Oh, and definitely. they should do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, any any team with an advantage should definitely, um, you know, get make that happen. So, but um, and James Harrison probably salty and don't want them to. Uh, you know, he understand. I'm sure he understands business is business. I'm sure he understands yep, that, yep. but. At the same time, um, and the young cats got to get that burn too. At the same time, well, well, let's be clear: James Harrison did not play a lot this year. He's had forty snaps, maybe all year. Forty snaps total. Yeah, mm-hmm. all year. Um, he, you know, we made a concerted effort to develop the young boys, and yep. that's what we're doing. And you know, like I said, much more power to him. I hope he get an opportunity outside of playing Pittsburgh to be. You know, efficient. Mm-hmm. His contract is only to the end of the year, to my understanding. Um, so you know, like you know, yep. Hey, yep. more power to him. Yeah, just want to welcome all C to the chat room, man. Yeah, I, see, I see you, homie, repping your Vikings right there. Got a got a had an excellent season. Uh, those Minnesota Vikings, man. Um, but since um, since we we were kind of discussing the Ravens a little bit in the mix of that James Harrison stuff, um, if, Maestro, if you don't mind, I, I want to kind of go back uh maybe a couple months at, at this point because there was a story that i wanted to share with you and the audience here that happened immediately after the week three loss when we got uh we got our doors blown off in london by the jags and this sort of kind of relates to the letter that the ravens put out to the fans in terms of addressing the lack of fans at the stadium for the uh-huh. season. Um, so going back to week three, and like I said, Ravens were in London. Um, we got our doors blown off 44-7. And everybody knows that that was the week prior to the Donald Trump comment about, you know, sons of bitches yeah. and all that stuff. And so all the teams across the league, they knelt during the anthem. And in the great, in the case of the Ravens, while in London – they knelt for the national anthem, and then when they played the, I guess the British national anthem, uh-huh. the players stood, stood up. up. Yeah, and so, mind you, we're in Buffalo that weekend. I come back home, and social media is kind of blowing up, and I'm starting to learn at that point that there were a lot of Ravens fans that were pissed off at what the Ravens players did prior to that particular game really? because they yeah um the, the the way the way they see it is they were in another country and and, and they should and have been in america in another country right they they knelt for the national anthem yeah they stood up for the british <laughs> right national anthem right and so people here took that as a disrespect a slap to the face sure whatever. okay so i'm like okay all right i mean now I'll go back, and I still stand by my opinion that I was okay with the players 
kneeling in that particular moment because of what Trump said. This was this was kneeling for Trump. This was right. not kneeling for the national anthem in that particular time. So during that week, right? Well, so so I'm I'm working and, and Big L says Ray Lewis took two knees facts. facts. Yes, that, that is that is facts and and yo, shake I, I gotta call it Ray Lewis out because ain't no way you gonna tell me you got on two knees because you was praying. Like yeah. come on, oh, come on, fam! Like you, you, you took a knee. Like just, just, just fess up to the fact that you was down with the cause, even though you told Kaepernick that you know he shouldn't kneel. Nah, he wasn't down with the cause. What he did, what he was trying to, what he did was, is that he thought he was going to appease two crowds. He thought he was going to appease the people who uh, was with the protest and the people that wasn't with the protest by just praying or allegedly praying and. Cut that shit out, man. Look, Dude, stand by your word. You had nobody, no, you, again, nobody and I don't want to take it back to that. He mm. had no reason to even fucking be there. You had no reason to be there. You had no reason to be on the sideline. Mm-hmm. I don't want to beat that. You know, we, we beat that horse. We, we beat it too many times. Yeah, Aside yeah, from the fact that, okay, yeah, you, you, you were Raven legend. You had no business you had no being with the team there. in that yeah. particular and scene that at that moment stay in time. Your ass home, stay your ass in the stand somewhere. Cut that shit out, man. Um, he had, yeah, he had no reason but, to be but, there. But, but to your, back to your point. But to my to my story. So again, I was we were in Buffalo that weekend. We we fly back. We drive back home, and throughout the week, I learned about people being upset about the Ravens protesting and all that. So I'm at work. Right. And I work with a lot of Ravens fans. And so around here, every Friday, there's this thing called Purple Friday. Mm-hmm. And people from newscasters to, you know, people on TV in the area, they wear purple outfits every Friday before, you know, the weekend's games, whatever. And office, they do the same thing. And I'm sure other places of work, they do the exact same thing around here. So, um, that's kind of been a tradition in our office. So I, I, I thought to myself, I said, you know what? I, I work with a lot of white, majority of white people in this office. Uh-huh. And if I'm getting the same reaction from social media about what happened, I'm, I'm most certain that I'm going to get the same reaction here in the, in the office. office right. So I said to myself, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rock my Ravens t-shirt. On Friday, and I want to see if somebody got something to say. Mm-hmm. So that Friday came, rocked the T-shirt, and obviously, like I thought, nobody had any Ravens gear on. Nobody had purple on. Yeah. And so nobody said nothing to me about it. I walked around the building. Nobody, you know, said anything, whatever. And so um, end of the day came, and just as I'm shutting down shop, and get ready to walk out. My coworker, and she she works in accounting. She um, walked out of her office. I was walking toward her. She looked at my shirt and she just kind of gave me this like this ugh, like this this look, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, uh, I was I was like, what's the problem? She was like, um, she was like, I can't stand the Ravens right now. Like it's so disrespectful what they did, whatever. Uh-huh. And so immediately I was like, okay. It's now time to have this conversation, whatever. Right. Even right. though I, I, 
I seldomly stay away from talks like these, like political talks, conversations like this in the workplace. You mean but you, you do stay, stay? I normally stay away from okay. it. But for some reason, something inside of me was like, yo, I, I really got to say something about this. Yeah. You know, and so just long story short, we talked about Kaepernick and we talked about what they did in London. And I, I told her, I said, look, I'm fine with it. I mean, I know you were season ticket holder and everything. If you don't want to go to the games, give me your tickets. I, I, I literally said that to her. Yeah, right. I said, I said, give me your tickets. And she was like, no, I'm not. I'm not giving nobody my tickets i'm gonna boycott the games and if in order for me to do that i have to hold on to these tickets uh, and make them see empty seats in the stands makes sense so i was like okay yeah all makes right. sense. That, she, that, she has a right yeah that makes perfect sense she, she has an absolute right to protest that's how you protest case. that's a fact yep in that's her case that's how you protest the same way colin kaepernick did his thing the same way these players, you know, did their thing in London, even though to some, to many it looked disrespectful to their country in a way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that that's fine. You you have absolutely every right to do that, but we, we we can't front. There's there's some stuff going on in this country toward minorities, toward black people and other minority groups that just isn't right, and these players are standing up for it and. I'm I'm totally with it, uh-huh. and and kind of bottom line to kind of end this part of the story, she basically was like, "Look, I'm not." A, she was like, "I'm not against protesting." And she was white, right? She was white. Okay. Yeah, she was a white woman. She was like, "I'm not against protesting. You can protest all you want, just don't do it during the at the game during the national anthem." And so it's like, okay. Me, as a sports fan, I don't care. I don't give a damn about who sings the national anthem. I don't, I don't care about the national anthem. I, I turn on, whether it's NBA, football, baseball, whatever sporting event is going on, I turn on the TV to watch the game. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if a simple minute and a half, two minutes of somebody singing the anthem and somebody kneeling for the anthem turns you off from the rest of the two hours and 58 minutes of watching the game, then I, I don't know what to tell you. Because right. I, I ain't come here for that. Right. I, I came here to watch the game, you know? And though, so now to address the issue with the letter, um, there basically was no apology, and I wasn't expecting one. Right. Um, it basically was addressing the empty seats and stands. Okay. And so now the Ravens are trying to make it look like they finally are aware that, you know, we're, we're a competitive football team, but we've noticed that we're in a playoff run and we don't have, we don't have enough fans in the seats. Cause look against the Colts watching the game, there was about maybe, I don't know, 35% seats that were open. Okay. That that stadium was not filled, and I mean, and you could go back to pretty much all the game, all the home games for the regular season, and there was absolutely nothing. There was absolutely a lot of empty seats for most of these home games, okay. whatever. So, I, and to me, you could you you could say when they were four and five, you could say, okay, this team's not going to be competitive. There, there's something wrong with the team. They're going down the tube. They're not entertaining. They're yeah. not fun to watch. 
So you can make that case, but as the team started to gain some steam, you know, win five out of the last six, they're nine and six, and they bought the, you know, win, you know, week 17 at home. They go into the playoffs, and yet the week before the last week of the season, there's still empty seats. Oh, now we got to, you know, now we got to put a letter out and make it look like, you know, we're going to apologize to the fans. Um, My opinion about the letter as a whole uh-huh. is business. It, it's yeah. it's nothing. They need those seats. They filled. need they need the seats filled. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so to to get back to the you know to my I coworker. Mean, well, here's the thing. Well, here's it. Uh-huh. You know, not to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. They're not even going to have a home game, right? In the playoffs, right? No, they're not going to have a home game Un- unless something wacky happens. Yeah. They're not going to have so a home game. They're going to have a home game. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't. I don't see the I don't I didn't see the nece- the necessity of this um of this letter. And then um you know the the your know, week 17 game got pushed back to 425. Yeah, and Harbaugh kind of expressed, you know, some displeasure of it. And um it, you know what's funny about that because um, but they said he's saying that he thinks that the quote that I read or the reason I read right. was that he was scared that people weren't going to show up because the game was at 425 as opposed to, what, 1 o'clock? 1 o'clock, yep. And that is... It's because it's New Year's Eve and people are trying to get their New Year's Eve plans together. No, I think it got more to do with this whole story that you're telling. That the game got moved? No, that he's worried about people not showing up now. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, that that part is true. I mean, I I mean, I could get that, but I think he's worried about people not showing up because it's a later time and it's on New Year's Eve where people are trying to plan stuff for their, you know, for New Year's for New Year's Eve to bring into New Year, whatever. Um but but I I kind of knew this was going to happen because the way the NFL does it and I was kind of waiting after the Sunday games to figure out what the night game was going to be. Because uh-huh. usually every week 17, they flex a game that has, like, you know, playoff implications. Like, if it, like last year, it was um, Detroit and Green Bay for the okay. NFC North. So that, that made sense. Okay. When you looked at the games for week 17 after the results from week 16, there really wasn't a game that, you know, where two teams are going to be fighting for something. Yeah. So what they did was they flexed, I think they flexed about five games from 1 o'clock to 425. And it's the games where you got you got two different races going on. You got the race for the last wild card spot in the NFC between the Seahawks and the Falcons. Okay. Seahawks obviously got to play at four because that's West Coast. So to them, that's 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So then you bump. Panthers Falcons to 425 so that both of those teams are playing simultaneously without one happening to kind of get an edge like let's say the Falcons played one if you know they lost then the Seahawks are going to amp it up 425 okay you know what I'm saying um the Bills Dolphins game pushed to 425 because there's that race for five and six in the AFC with Tennessee San Diego, Buffalo, and the Ravens. Yeah. So all those games are four twenty-five. So that's that's the reason for the time change for these games. In that sense, 
Yeah. Uh, let me say what other DJ Knox, DJ Tony. Yeah, fame up at Prospect. Sanchez, Sanchez, fame, what up? Um, look, <laughs> um, the way I see it, and just to put a, a, a button on on the on the Ravens' letter situation, mm-hmm. um, I think it's solely because of they trying to make amends with like the, that white coworker of yours mm-hmm. who um, who's mad at the who was telling me she wants an apology. And it's so funny because you're not going to get an apology. And why? And, <laughs> this is mean, funny. And, 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 and this one makes this worse, Maestro. And, and I, I'll let you rock. So last week, she wears the Ravens fleece, right? She takes a piece of paper. She draws the NFL logo and she draws the no smoking sign on the piece of paper. She cuts it out, puts tape on it, and she puts the piece of over paper the over the Ravens logo. The I'm like I'm like I'm like you might as well not wear the fleece. Like she ain't had no more clean clothes. Like uh, give me a break. She ain't had no more clean clothes. <sighs> give me a break, yo. Even like, she was trying to even she was trying to prove a point to you or she ain't had no more clean clothes. I'm gonna go with she ain't had no more clean clothes. She seemed I mean I don't know this white woman that you're referring to. Yeah, I don't know. I think she was just trying to make a point. But I think she ain't had no clean clothes. For me, it's just like yo, I mean, just don't wear the fleece. Look, I feel like you could have just wore something that you wore earlier in the week. Just come in your bra then. Yeah, like, I don't want. <laughs> if you ain't got no clean clothes, then you got to be a Ravens supporter just, for right now. Just come in a sports bra or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, look. Um. They should look. They took the stance they took. Um, I, I I can't pretend like I've heard some uproar about people up until you telling me the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, so they took the stance they took, and that's just what it's going to be. I think at the end of the day, y'all just going to have to eat whatever backlash you're getting, mm-hmm. and that's okay because y'all being the Ravens, being the Ravens, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. and that's okay because like I said, unless 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 something crazy happen, yep. It's not going to be no home games, no way. Yeah, there won't be home games. Um, yeah, but I think they, I think they want the seats filled for the week fan seventeen. Base to be over it for for week seventeen, though. They won't be filled for seventeen. No, they won't. They won't. Yeah. But I, mean, I guess they got to try. You got to make an attempt. Well, instead of a letter, how about getting putting your face on the TV screen and dressing the elephant in the room instead of acting like it ain't that's no a good real point. problem? That's yeah. that's now that's a good point. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with the sucker shit. Like if you gotta, if you had, if you are confident that the problem is that fans are taking exception with what how you addressed the whole Donald Trump thing that week. Yep. Then you should go out here and say, um, you know, these are the fans, you know, you know, us speaking to the fans. I understand that this is the issue. Um, this is what, the way we felt about it. Mm-hmm. And y'all should still support us as a team. Yeah. That's how they should, that's, that's how they should rock. You, you, you make a good point, man. Instead of just hiding behind a letter, just, you know, show face, whether it's Ozzy, Dick Cass, Harbaugh, Bashadi, whoever, or, or matter of fact, all four of them just come out and just and say, Hey, it. and address the situation. Cause I mean, I didn't need the letter to know why the seats were empty. I figured that out, you know, two months ago after yeah. the after the London game. Right. I, I figured that out. I mean, completely. I mean, did it get mirage because the team wasn't playing so well early? Yeah, it, it, it kind of did. Okay. It, it kind of miraged it a little bit. But as the team started being competitive again, 
seats were still empty. And it's like, okay, Ravens, so you're gonna have to problem, you, right? you're, you're gonna have to come out and address this thing. But make no mistake about it, to all the white Ravens fans out there who, who wanna believe who wanna who feel they where they feel, who wanna believe that the team owes the fan base an apology, you're you're not gonna get a true heartfelt apology. It's just business. They want you in the seats. They want your money, even though you've paid for the tickets already. They want you there. They want the TVs to capture full stadiums. I mean, this is the bottom line here. I mean, uh-huh. it's been like this since NFL started racking in boatloads and bags of money. It's been like that forever. Um, uh, Chief Rock is in the chat. I what see you up in here, Chief. Um RC. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I want to make sure we got to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So he says, uh, "I support what Cap is doing, but I change, but I cringe when folks compare him to Muhammad Ali because Ali was willing to give up his title while in his prime and go to jail for five years for refusing to go into the army and fight in the Vietnam War. Even though he probably wouldn't have had to go into battle, he also publicly supported presidential candidate Dick Gregory. And two weeks after fighting in arguably the greatest fight." of all time versus Joe Frazier, he orchestrated a march in hopes of freeing Reuben Hurricane Carter. And guess who joined Ali at the march? Joe Frazier. Again, I applaud what Cap is doing, but please don't compare him to the greatest. Um, Do, do, do you agree with that? Um, I agree that, but the reason why people compare, um, compare, and I agree, let me just say that I agree. But the times were different. Who and who athletically is making a bigger stand than Colin Kaepernick right now? Nobody. And 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 though and when Muhammad Ali was in his in his bag in his prime, who was making a bigger stand than Muhammad Ali then? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, right. It, you know it was drastic. It was more drastic times back then, so it required more drastic. Measures. And it's a different situation, whereas Muhammad Ali refused to go to war, which is why he went to jail. Versus yeah. Colin Kaepernick, he just took a damn knee well, at the national like anthem. I'm saying <laughs> times were way more crucial yeah. Yeah. then than they are now. So. I mean, I guess the real question is: Is would Colin Kaepernick ride like Muhammad Ali? Muhammad Ali ride it when if the times got back to where it was back then? Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, I guess that's the real question. But um, you know, we wouldn't know because we probably won't get times like that now. No, we won't. And and this is a so, different time. <clears throat> um, but I don't think it's about comparison. I I, I think I think any. African America that's African American that's doing good shit to try to uplift the culture and yep. is willing to put um their livelihood on the line for it, which Colin Kaepernick has done. Maybe not to the degree that Muhammad Ali had to do it. Yep. But is doing he is doing that, then he should be he should be credited. And you know, I'm not saying RC isn't crediting him. I'm just saying that um he deserves his credit. He don't deserve to have to be compared or nothing like that. Let's just say um, he doing good shit. That's what he's supposed to do. That's what he should do as an African American. And and yeah. the closest nugget that you can really make the comparison is and is I, the fact right. that I'm they sorry. both they both sacrificed revenue. I think that's yeah. the one thing that you can take and, out of and, both situations and, and say that's similar. Yeah, or their li- I mean, they're, like you said, their livelihood. Their their livelihood was at risk. Their um, I mean, their uh, their 
it took away from the sport that they were actually here to do. Like, yep. it took away from that. They had to, um, you know, revolution is a time-consuming job. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? So maybe time that he could be putting into his craft, he may not have had so much time or as much time to put to his craft. And the same could be said for uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point R.C. brings up, though. I, I think Max Farrell right says, Ali got to box again. Cap won't ever play another day of football again. That's a fact. I mean, I don't know. I, I, it seems that way. That's a, it's, it Yeah, that the way. needle points to that yeah, way. Yeah, it seems that way. But um, as long as he is working out, and as long as his name keeps getting circulated every time these somebody backups take a, somebody might take a, come into the game, I don't know. This is yeah. This is gonna the needle's always gonna point to that he'll never play again. But I mean, you really yeah. never know. Yeah, you never know. Um, all right, folks. Uh, if you want to get in on the conversation here, uh, the number is two four zero five three two two seven one eight. Um, we're gonna be talking NFL, obviously, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, we got Lavar Ball on the docket here, and uh. The CEO of Papa John's decided to uh, hang it up, man. Uh, we'll talk about that next, man, right here in the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be back. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy, KC, at www.kc.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at kysii.com xsquadaffiliates.com iTunes, Google Play and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon you don't want to miss it SME, you're not ready for the number one Chief Rocket Jersey Vern doing his recap show on SME listen, ain't nobody out here show can go three hours non-stop no commercial interruptions, anything like that. The Chief Rocker does a three-hour show with no breaks. To all you other talk shows, you better up your game and get it right because the Jersey Vern is about to stomp on you, the number one Chief Rocker. Boom, shakalaka, suckers. Yo, my murderous rap, verbal attack is actual fact, tactical tracks match perfectly with graphical stash. Half of you lack the magical gap of tragical rap that tackles you back and shackles and laughs. That's the mathematical madness I'm on, the sadness, the strong, the marriage and bond of havoc and song. It's massacres on as if Picasso lays you. There's lots of hateful skeletons locked in the closet of my castle of grace. Well, I'm passing the great school, that's why I have to debate you. My raps are like cables slashing your face. You. That's how I master the grace. You I'm battling hastings. If he passes through my label, I'm snatching his halo. God, I trade with yourself, my father back is an angel Language is fatal and it's hypnotizing I'm only emphasizing, I'm still all about business and enterprising I'm super lyrical with brain booster chemicals I choose the tentacles inside of my mental projectable Lyrically, I'm supposed to rip your Niggas will tell you that I'm nice with the blah, blah, blah Lyrically, I'm I'm supposed to rip your uh, Black thought, the 
super lyricist, your arch nemesis. Spill was the punisher, that's my accomplice. Stressing to MCs, how they don't really want this. Electrifying shit, his excellency thought spit. These cats, they sentimental, such with a gentle touch. Dancing double dutch and all, saying nothing much. My sound wave lifting your chin up, like uppercuts, newfound ways of ripping shit up. I develop your spark, chest well up. Still, your mini nature to me, naturally. I bring the extremity, musically intense, with the globe in suspense. Contemplating where the world travel up and sits. The roots bless you with a strong record, long like an epic. Immerse you in some old next shit, ill poetic. Thought from Miladel, something like nothing else. My talk stomp like elephants upon every elf core. What? Ripping the streets most with heat toast and keep close more fillies than beat rolls. These those niggas had to lift your mentals. Lyrics to twist your temples into pretzels like the triumph. My instrumentals, the renaissance, no resemblance to nothing you come across. Lyrical holocaust. The crowd pleaser, MCs freeze, the cap seizure. The praise the Lord of rap thesis. True believers. Just call me baby Jesus, cause lady niggas be praising me just for the way it blazed to be crazily taped to see the lasery. It pays to be amazingly flavory. Gaze into my rhymes that basically hypnotize you occasionally. Occasionally, as I focus on my next opus, the way it's all fucked up and MCs is hopeless. I leave your head racked as I erect sculptures. My thoughts just a fortress, approach this ferocious up closeness. Lyrically, I'm supposed to represent. Anybody ain't check out that Black Thought Freestyle on Funkmaster Flake joint, y'all need to Google it, y'all need to YouTube that joint. Just letting y'all cats know it's straight fire. Y'all make sure y'all check that out. Ten minutes of bars. Straight up. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here in the house. Yeah, man. The number to dial the show if you want to call in is 240-532-2718. And um, we got, uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about Papa John's. And um, so I, I, I guess this this whole thing of sexual harassment kind of continues, right? Um, that's the reason he's uh, stepping down as CEO. Oh, I did not know uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, He um, feels like uh, he could be investigated for some kind of sexual harassment thing. So that's why Shit. he's stepping down. Yeah. Um, even even after he claimed that the sales with Papa John's was down, and I kept telling niggas the whole time, like niggas just don't either they don't like Papa John's or niggas is boycotting. And I'm trying to tell cats take that boycotting thing real seriously, because when you start going into the pockets of the NFL, you gotta hit them sponsors up. You yeah. gotta hit them where it hurts economically. So. Hey, for those that boycotted Papa John's out there, hey, it, y'all did y'all thing, y'all made it work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nigga. Y'all made I that thing work. Papa, hey, I'm clapping it up for me and for everybody else who stopped eating Papa John's. Yes, sir. 
Hey, y'all, protest works, y'all. Yes, it does. Protest works. And we done got somebody to set them up on some sexual harassment shit. Yes, sir. Tap it up for us, man. Yes, sir. Tap it up for us. Yes, sir. Yes, Yes, sir. So, um, the homie Little John wants to be the CEO. And I am with that 100%, man. I'm with the shits. Yeah. I would immediately go back to eating Papa John's. I enjoy Papa John's pizza. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it's so it's it's okay I mean, it pizza. Was, it, well, yeah, it was like my favorite pizza, but I right. enjoyed eating it. It's 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 okay. <clears throat> it's okay pizza. It's that for me. It's that like convenient pizza, kind of like Little Caesars is convenient. Yeah, but that pizza too expensive to be convenient. Papa John's, I mean. Papa John's too. Well, it depends. Nah, that shit expensive to it, be convenient. Nigga, I'll, if you it's, ex- about, it's expe- more ex- way more expensive than Little Caesars, yeah, no you, doubt. Yeah, and it ain't that much better. Right. Yeah. But I mean, but if you in a hurry to get some pizza, you call Papa John's, they deliver three boxes of pizza to you on the spot with some two liter sodas, man. You paying good. eighty five dollars for that shit though. Yeah, well, but if you if you got the bread and you need yeah. some pizza, you know. Oh yeah. usually that was the spot, but until this protest thing started coming up, I was like, you know what? What up that ninja? Let me just uh let me let me just step away from Papa John's and hopefully folks will follow suit. Hey, well, um, shout out to Lil John, man. Hashtag Black Excellence. We want all the motherfucking black people taking the places of all the white motherfuckers that's getting caught up in sexual harassment. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. No doubt about it. Uh, that ninja in the chat room says, "I don't like any national pizza chain." The only pizza I eat is a local place called DJ's. Hey, those hole-in-the-wall joints, their pizza be off the charts. Shout-out to the big-ass slice spot down Adams Morgan. Oh, man. When the, last, mean, when the last time we was there, man? Man, I don't know, but... We, we, we probably need to hit that place yeah, back man, up, like man. I need to go downtown real quick. I'm supposed to be doing this Uber Eats shit, man, and I figured that'd be my reason to be downtown more often. Yep. But I I don't know, bro. You know what's funny? Debbie wants me to get into Uber Eats, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, got the bro. time. Yeah. I don't know if I want to put, I mean, I don't know if I want to put the time in for that shit, man. Yeah. See, if maybe they maybe they give us a sponsorship or something. Well, you know, you got dreams musically, so yeah. if you, you know, you get into Uber Eats, that's going to eat well, away at your time. But it may... Add money to get in the studio time I need, too. So. That's true, too. That's true, too. Yeah. Tough decisions, man. Yeah, man. Tough decisions. I, I, I think, I think I'm going to cut that motherfucker on for the first time tomorrow. I got I got a little extra time, I think, tomorrow. I think I'm going to cut it on for a couple hours, see if I can make some bread. And that ninja had another comment. He says, Papa John has an HGH using rapist as a spokesman, so I don't think people are worried about... Sexual harassment. He's talking about Peyton Manning. Uh. <laughs> and um, RC says, Big L, did I miss something? Because I didn't see the game, but they did hand out the MVP yesterday and pass the torch to KD. Okay, talking about the uh, Warriors uh, yeah, Cavs game yesterday. I didn't watch that game. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Watch it. You, you, you had a pretty, uh, and, I, and I don't know what, what you did for Christmas, uh-huh. by the way, but. As a sports fan, for you, you had a pretty good day. You, your Steelers blow out the Texans, yeah, and the Wizards finally win a game in Boston. Yeah, yeah but it don't mean shit. To it me. don't mean nothing it right really now because it's, it's regular season. Yeah. It means nothing. And, and you know what? Early in the regular season. And, and 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 I think the other thing about it was when when we looked at the schedule, the NBA schedule mm-hmm. before the season started, and we were like, "Oh, it's Wizards Celtics." They basically they schedule that based off of the 
playoff series last year. Mm-hmm. But when you watch it, or even before you kind of get into the game, you don't feel like it's going to be a carryover because half the Celtics team that was on the team last year ain't there no more. Yeah, like, you, like you had the Olenek and Oubre beef. Yeah. Olenek ain't there no more. So right. it, it kind of was like the, the, the flavor and the hype was kind of gone because, I mean, there was like 70% turnover in the roster for Boston. So well, i tell you what. Fuck the Celtics. Yeah, I'm with you on that, man. Still can't stand them niggas, man. Low dose. What up, Pampin? Yeah, what's up? Um, and then the other game, I kind of peeped a little bit. Oklahoma City and the Rockets. Um, probably, to, probably the better of the five. And just to, just to deal with the um, the KD ain't better than LeBron yet, y'all. I don't no. know if he's ever gonna get there. No, but he's no, that no, better no, than no, LeBron, no. y'all. Nah, I, I disagree with anybody who feels like KD is better than LeBron. Better scorer. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Better shooter. Who's a better defender? LeBron. Then KD. I th- I I think there's a I think there's a debate. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying he is, well, but I think but I'm I think but I think your point. I think platform. I think there's a legitimate debate. I'm interested in your platform. I watched that game yesterday, and it's not just in yesterday's game, but in some games that I've watched the Warriors in earlier in the year. KD has. Blocked a lot of shots this year, and and I don't know if it's you know he's just starting to get his blocking going, or you know that's just continuing from what he's done in previous seasons. But it seems like the more I watch KD, the more shots he's been blocking a lot lately. He blocked a couple of LeBron shots um, yesterday. He blocked a good one from D-Wade. How much, how much do you think that could that has something to do with the fact that they play, if he playing for a better team that has a, 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 a more of a team philosophy that allows him to get places? They rotate better than OKC did in de- defensively. Uh, that's a good point. That's that's a good point. Uh, I, I can't argue there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'll i be the first to admit that I haven't watched enough uh, basketball to be given a very um, – you know, informed opinion, but uh, look, I, if I'm just basing it off of what's happened, mm-hmm. there's no way LeBron is better. Uh, I mean, that KD is better than LeBron. Um, the only thing I'll say, LeBron, I mean, KD does better than LeBron, and trust me, I'm from DC, and we love KD over here. Um, he shoots better. Yeah. He shoots better. He shoots the three better. He shoots, period, better. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. Yep. That's it. But um, like uh, Jelani from the Wait a Minute show said, what up, man? Uh, LeBron can defend mm-hmm. one to five inside or outside the paint. That's a fact. LeBron yeah. can defend all five positions. KD can't Cannot. defend yeah. all five positions. Yeah. So, But his length and his wingspan definitely allow him yeah. to be better defensively from an athletic standpoint. Yeah, I, I, I give him he, that. He gets back down by the likes of like Boogie Cousins and yep. he gets back he gets bodied by those folks. He's not gonna go he's not gonna be able to do that with Boogie Cousins or somebody with a strong post game. Right. Right, right, right. Um the Rockets Thunder game looked like the better of the four that I saw mm-hmm. yesterday. Um Oklahoma City did, you know, they got the win over Houston at home. Um, Mello had a good 20 points in the game. Um, Paul George, he balled. Westbrook, you know, he's going to bring the A game. Um, that, that looked like a pretty good, um, a, a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. And, and watch out. Cause I said last week, the thunder 
they they get on the roll, they'll end up in the top four. They're the number four seed right now. Okay. Over the T Wolves, I think. So, you know, they won five out of six, I think, and they they're looking really good right now. And then um early in the day yesterday, uh the Sixers and the Knicks at the Garden watched most of that game. Um a little frustrated at the result. But um, I like the fact that Enos Cantor went off for, like, 32 points in the mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. Um, and even a game, um, who they play? I think they played Boston uh, Thursday night at the Garden. And Porzingis played about a good 30 minutes, and he went 0 for 11 in the game. But Beasley came through with, like, 30 points and basically was the reason they won that game. Yeah. So I like the fact that, when Porzingis has a bad game or he sits out because of an injury that you got guys like Enos Cantor, um, Michael Beasley, and others that can kind of pick up the scoring, yeah. even despite the fact that Hardaway hasn't come back from his injury yet either. So you, you got that going for the Knicks, and they still can't win on the road. That, that That's the one thing about the Knicks right now. They, they got to prove to me that... They, they can win these road games, and they got some tough ones that's, you know, coming up on a schedule. Like, they won, um, what's the one road game? Oh, the Nets, but that's a yeah, home game sorry. for the most part. Yeah. Um, Jelani, but I asked the question, just a question, is KD defense better because, yeah, that's the same thing I said. His defense is better because he's on a better defensive team. Yeah. We agree. He didn't play defense in Oklahoma City? No, not to say he didn't. I'm just saying that he, he was, he's... It's easier to be a better defender when everybody around around you mm-hmm. got the same, you know, the same motive. Right. And I, I, I can't speak for that. Yeah, I don't, I don't... I can't speak for that. I don't know. I mean, I agree that the philosophy the Warriors play, ball movement, they defend, and... They do it better than... And they, and than they, they did it, yeah, they did it better than OKC. And they've, had, and they've had, you know, and they got better pieces defensively than um, Oklahoma. That's a did. fact. That's a fact because Cantor couldn't play D when he was there. Um, Roberson, I guess, still plays some defense. But um, even when the other guys were there, I mean, if you go back to, like, the original big three and a half mm-hmm. when Harden and Abaka was there, Harden played no defense. Um, Abaka was a block stop, a blocker. For the most part, but at most part, but even at the most part, Ibaka was still just a very good wing defender who could play the paint. But he wasn't like you didn't. When you think about a, he a wasn't locking you down. Not in the paint. Yeah, not in the paint. No, not on the perimeter. Paint. Yeah, he's a good perimeter defender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, exactly, Maestro. OKC didn't have great defense. I think they had good defense. I don't think it was great. Uh, yeah, I think it was okay. I, th- I think it I was think good. It was okay, wasn't, wasn't great. That ninja, Mark Jackson, put the defensive culture in the Warriors, and it still exists. Something Billy Donovan is not. Care. Yeah, I agree with that. Yep. 100%. No, definitely. Yeah, they, they, t- they, they, yeah, they, they Billy Donovan is taking some criticism. They should get Mark Jackson a championship ring for. I've been with, saying that. Yeah. I said that yeah. since the first title. Yeah. I'm like, they need to walk over and to that booth yeah, and, hand him and hand him his ring. Because, damn it, he put the Warriors back on the map. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not taking credit from Steve Kerr from you know, taking him to the next level. But mm-hmm. uh, he definitely um, he definitely started that culture and he has a lot to do with why. He put the Warriors back on the map. Even after Baron Davis had their run in 07, 
in the playoffs. Yeah. And even way before that, when Chris Mullen and Sprewell, you know, and Mitch Richmond were doing their thing in the, you know, mid-90s. The Warriors were like the dregs of the NBA for a while. Yeah. And Mark Jackson revived that culture. And now all of a sudden, everybody's a Warrior fan. Yeah. Everybody's got the jerseys and all that stuff. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I was a little shit. I tell niggas quick, man. It's the Wizards and the, and the, and the Warriors. <laughs> oh, you mean as far as jerseys? Yeah, you yeah. want to? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant like that. That's the finals matchup. Oh, no, no, no. 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 Oh, okay. But you did pick the Wizards to go to finals this year. Yeah, right? yeah. Earlier. So. Yeah. How you feel about that right now? Hey, man. It's still early, man. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not. Um, but we look like some garbage. We, it's, we look like garbage. It's average right now. We look like garbage. Yeah, it, 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 it's average play right now. But maybe come next month, before hey, a little before the All Star break, maybe they go on a run. That's when I'm gonna pay attention time. anyway. So maybe they, maybe they know I'm not watching, and when they know I'm about to start watching, they turn up. Man, shout out to John Wall. Yeah, John and shout Wall. Shout out to Bradley Bill, man, because he's actually um, <sighs> that dude had a monster game the other day. A good, he's having a good season, man. Yes, he is. He's a good yes, season. he is uh, living up to the contract. the contract. This be the second year. Yes, yes. Even um, keep it up, my brother. Even while um, John Wall missed a couple games, yeah. Brad, Brad Beal stepped in and just been kind of being a playmaker. Yeah. So that that's what's up. Um, the big baller brand league. Man, I love the sound of that, man. Man, let me tell y'all something, man. Any niggas that's still hating on the volleyball at this point, nigga, you're just a hater. Clay Davis, what up, nigga? You're just a hater, or you, or you an oppressor, or you, or you the oppressor. Either you a hater or you the oppressor. You're both. You, in, in, you're in some of, cases, you're, you're one, both. You're one or the other because this dude is trying to single handedly take on college, the NCAA. The NCAA, yep. What? Yep. And he's doing it, I, man. When I read this, I'm like, man, this is crazy. So the top players coming out of high school who make the um, the make the league mm-hmm. get ten thousand, um, ten thousand a month, ten thousand a month, yeah, ten thousand a month, yep. and then everybody else gets three thousand a month. So even coming out of college, I mean high school, even if you are a sub, even if you garbage, you a subpar player, you're good enough to make the league. You're making $36,000 a year doing what you love, what you've been taught to do your entire life, and you could do that, play good there, Mm -hmm. then make the NBA. Oh, I would, man, let me tell you something. Man, if you don't, if y'all motherfuckers don't know, the Crackers is trying to shut this shit down. Let Let me tell you something. I don't care how he gets the money where he finds it. Look, it's big, again, this is... This that is might all be why he charged five hundred dollars for tennis shoes. This is all about the big baller brand. Whether you see him on courtside Lakers games, whether he's got something to say about his son's shooting form, or or about the Lakers, or about anything for that matter, whether he's on CNN or whatever network he's on, just remember it's all about the big baller brand. And what he's doing with this league, and, and it kind of reminds me, it's it's sort of replica to the Big Three League in a, in a sense that you got a black man that's putting together a league where it brings a lot of nostalgia yeah. for old school heads that want to see their favorite, you know, ball players from, you know, back in the day. Uh-huh. This is sort of the revolution of 
high school players coming out and finally happening to break down the barrier of uh, being a dorm student, being, living on campus, trying to scratch and claw to find money. Man, fuck college. And but it's 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 like it's it's sort if of similar you, to college in a in a sense that no, it's, it's giving them an opportunity to play, and you're getting paid I'm while getting doing paid. it. You if you want to go to college. Go ahead, go to college. But if you don't want to go to college and you just want to play ball, that's cool too. That's cool too. That's cool. Hey man, shout out to shout out to Levar Ball. Clay Davis says he thinks Levar needs to make sure the big baller brand is on solid footing first before starting the league. Um, I guess. Um, if I guess. I mean, if it's for better business practice, then yes, I agree with that. Um. Um, I am no dose says I got into a big argument with a chick behind what Lavar's doing. I was for what he was doing. She was against it. Her and I may never speak again. LOL. Yeah, she probably. She, yeah, look, she, she was Caucasian hated, or something. If she hated or an oppressor, man, she got to be one of them in my book, man. Yep. Yep. But and I'm all for conversations with the oppressor and, and haters. So. Definitely. Um, Clay Davis said these kids don't have to go to college. They can go to the G League. That's a fact. Um, college is not for everybody. I keep telling people. I've told people that for years and years. Um, some people just don't have it in the classroom. And if Carter, you don't have it in the classroom, you can go hey, what's wherever. Oh, Fane, what up? What up, man? I- I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Certainly, y'all, y'all gotta get some. We gotta get some theme songs for y'all, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. But I heard y'all talk. First of all, um, what y'all had said about uh, KD, you know, and, and you know his his defense all of a sudden. I think y'all 100 percent right. When he just don't he don't have to expend himself on the offensive end as much anymore. So he can lay back and block some shots, especially from the weak side. That's a fact. Six, eleven, seven foot, whatever he is. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? But um, as far as the ball, ball this hoop league, I like it. It's a, it's, see, there's a uh, there's a the, 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 our newspaper, the Cincinnati Inquirer. We had a longtime columnist named Paul. Well, I ain't gonna shout him out, but anyway, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he he used to um, had his column this idea about. Uh, he called it Dunkademia. And what he was basically saying is people who go to school on scholarship to play football and basketball should be allowed to just major in that sport. You know, you know, teach them how to coach it and prepare for the philosophy, different things in it and whatnot. And that way you won't have, you know, academic scandals like you had in, like, North Carolina and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so what basically the Ball Ball Hoop League is is just bringing that out saying, okay, F school, fuck school. You know, just go ahead and get here and make this money now. Mm-hmm. Because I have been saying to myself for a couple of years, like, if I was a top player, instead of struggling to take the ACC, I'd just go to Europe for two, three years. Yeah. You know what i Whatever contract they will give me, go over there and play. And then, you know, NBA can draft you from there. Because, you know, yep. pro sports leagues, you know, just like football, you know, if, if you're good enough, they're going to find they you. They're going to find you. Whether you're Division One A, whether you're at Alabama or motherfucking South Alabama. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're going to find you. Yep. You know, and that's what these players need to be thinking about. I mean, my but my only res- reservation about LeVar Ball League, and I hope he gets this taken care of, is, well, two of them. What kind of coaches is he going to have and what kind of medical staff? Mm. He'll, he'll figure that out. It'll make a great point. It's, it's a good point, but I think when, you, when you're in business, you can't do things by yourself. So what do you do? You form partnerships. 
business um, acquaintances and people who are smarter than you. That's the most important thing because people in business always want to be the guy that's smarter than everybody. But your people that you hire and you put in place to help manage your assets, they got to be smarter than you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I totally agree. If I had a son who was a hoop, who was a top hooper, you know, I'd be like, oh, it's your choice, you know. If you you want to go, you want to go to, you know, Arizona with, with Sean Miller or Duke with uh, your boy Mike Krzyzewski, or you can go out there and play in the LeVar League. Or you want to make 120000 a year coming out of high school. Right, right. You know, yeah, it's your choice. If you want to, you know, do what you want to do, mm-hmm. it's your life now. You've grown. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I like that. That's and, 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 one thing. I, 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 and fame, here's the one thing here's the one thing that I'll question. Once the big baller brand league is up and running and he finally gets it up off the ground. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised if the NCAA counteracts and says, Okay, you know what? Now we're gonna start paying our students now. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised if that happens somewhere but down the line. That would be a win too. Mm-hmm. That would be a win yes. too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That would that be a would be, uh... Now, you know, you're exactly right. That would be a win, and that would be really the only thing that could shut him down. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? That the N- N- you know, NCAA starts paying people. and yep. you know, Because, the, the, like I said, the, the scouts, they're going to go find them. You know, mm-hmm. whether they got to go to Europe or Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Yep. If you can ball, they're going to find you. No doubt. You know, so it don't matter where, where you're playing. As long as you got a ball in your hand, they'll find you. So, yeah, he's he going to, you know, and, and, and it's going to crumble the NCAA. Uh, you know, because after a while, all the top, like Kevin Garnett, you know, say, okay, they had the one and done when he played. Mm-hmm. He would have, you know, went to the LeVar League, you know, because he couldn't pass his ACT anyway. Yep. SAT, he couldn't pass his college board. Yep. So he went to the LeVar, Le- LeVar League, and that's just going to, all it's going to take is that one star. Yep. That one five-star player, you know, top five in the nation to go in LeVar's League, and then, you know, then the next year be two or three of them, then a year after that will be five, seven. Then after that, you'll get all the top players coming. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, appreciate yeah, you, bro. I appreciate you taking my call. All day. Fame all up right. the prospect. Um, let's let's take a break, and um, we'll, we'll discuss some of this uh, Week 16 NFL recap. Uh, the number is 240-532-2718. We come back and get into the recap. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Hey, what's up, sports fans? You're looking for a different type of sports talk show, something you haven't heard before. You gotta check out the BS3 Sports Show every other Saturday on Two Live Stews Radio, 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Sports talk at its finest. Always have great guests playing some good hip hop. You don't want to miss it. Make sure to tune in to the BS3 Sports Show. Every other Saturday at 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul. We're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with Two Live Stews Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message.
right now, right now, right now, murder, future, young OG right now, kiss. I'm still eating, I'm being greedy I'd rather that than being needy Cameraman trying to TMZ me Side piece trying to PND me Whoa, whoa, whoa Right now I'm too cautious Thirsty hoes get two bosses You with a loser, that's two losses Dripping off me, I'm too saucy Off-white on an off-night Givenchy lay on a laundry day Soft whites going off right These diamonds shine like light bulbs My shoe closet like flight club Treat your ass like the AFDs Might hit it when I leave the nightclub I don't trust him either, I don't blame Metro Fuck with OG, not a lame retro Told you from the get-go, let's go, get though, get low Couple niggas betting against us, that's no bet though Niggas no good If Brooklyn don't trust you, like what's up, what's up They throw bullets where I'm from, make you cough up a lump If ain't no bad bitches in it, I pull up with some And right now I'm on some kush and a cup of some Shoes and a couple hundred bodies One hundred shooters and a couple hundred bodies Copping the whips on these niggas, don't fuck with, don't fuck with, don't fuck with these niggas. Ain't got no love for these niggas, don't love with, don't love with, don't love with these niggas. I just blow the cash on my young hoe. I just blow some cash on my young hoe. Fucking up this cash with my young niggas. Fucking up the bag with my young niggas. Oh, I just ran off on the plug. If you ain't getting money, you a dub. I'm lit right now, Fabric is on the remix right now Four bag of bricks, I hit you like Rico hit Mitch right now Got pills on me, got loud on me, got powder She got a period, so she want sucker for an hour She nasty with it, want me to put it in the anus She my black chain and my amber roll, she a stripper, I'ma make her famous Got a rolly, I ain't paid for it, piece in right now Get the Pyrex, get the bacon soda, I'ma whip it right now I'm a sub right now, I'm fat Joe all the way up right now If future don't trust it, bang bang, I'ma shoot you up right now The murder don't trust you, we gon' shoot you The Mexico don't trust you, we gon' shoot you The Metro don't trust you, I'm gon' shoot you If Brooklyn don't trust you, they gon' shoot you Yeah, I don't rap nothing, my nigga, I'm neutral D-block, any conflict and I'm making it crucial Jada don't trust you, then Kiss is gonna shoot you Funeral entitled, the wake is on YouTube What they do, they selling hard, puffing wet Messing with the credit cards, busting checks Pumping in the jets, dumping off the text Hopping on the yacht, yeah, jumping off the jets like I just blow the cash on my young hoe I just blow some cash on my young hoe Fucking up this cash with my young niggas Fucking up a bag with my young niggas Shooters on the cover, hundred bodies One hundred shooters on the cover, hundred bodies Copping the whips on these niggas, don't fuck with, don't fuck with, don't fuck with these niggas Ain't got no love for these niggas, don't love with, don't love with, don't love with these niggas That future and that Jada kiss. <laughs> yeah, I don't fuck with that job. And that fab joint. Yeah, yeah I, I don't fuck with that I, job. I, I, I didn't know how I felt about this. Like I just told you, I listened to this song a couple times. Just to me, I don't know. It, it just doesn't feel like a fab Jada type track. And obviously, anytime you get future on it, it's going to sound, you know, like it's more, you know, down south track. Um, Sparma Shop Sports Talk Podcast.
Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles. Yeah. Back here in the house. If you want to call the show, the number is 240-532-2718. See that ninja in the chat room. Every time I hear about a coach or a program getting in trouble for paying players, I applaud the coach and shake my head because another good guy went down. And uh, 334 Bama Boy, I don't think I shouted you out in the chat room, but I appreciate you joining us. Um, All right, these NFL games, man. Um, start with the Colts and Ravens. Hold on, I'm sorry, before you do that, I meant to say it. Um, to that ninja's comment, man. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Even if they pan him in pussy, shout out to Rick Patino. And uh, what's the girl name? Katina. Katina Powell. Powell, that's right. Breaking all the cardinal rules, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, shout out to uh, Andre, uh, what's that guy's name? The, the Uber driver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, shout, shout out to him, too, man. He's trying to, he, he, he really... Really hustling right now. Hey, man. I'm trying, trying to get that money, man. You got to do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, man. They, 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 um, you know, they felt like they kind of jobbed you, but, you know, it is, it is what it is. He's a sacrificial lamb in the whole scandal. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Pretty much, man. Um, don't be surprised if Rick Pacino ends up somewhere else after this whole thing dies down. Yeah, yeah, because he was a good coach. Yeah, but, you know. He was a good coach. If he was black. We'll never hear from the nigga again. Yeah, that's a fact. You know, that's a fact. Um, so so these uh, football games, and uh, we we could start with uh, the Colts and the Ravens Saturday night, twenty three sixteen over the Colts. Um, loving what the offense is doing. Um, for about the fourth game in a row, offense is finding some consistency. Um, the points aren't there, but um, keep the turnovers down. Run the ball. Um, defense was shaky in this one, though. Um, from 20 to 20, I mean, Jacoby Brissett was, you know, trying to, you know, slice the defense up. But, um, and, and, and the pass rush, you know, I, I talked about it earlier in the show that, um, Ravens pass rush just isn't there. Like, I, I need somebody other than Terrell Suggs to consistently get to the quarterback. And that would have been, uh, James Harrison, you feel like. It would have been well, yes. From that I'm not standpoint, saying he's still a good linebacker. I mean, well, from the standpoint that it's another body in there that has the history of getting to the quarterback, yes. Okay, but I'm saying from the standpoint, Suggs is old. He's 35 years old. He's on his way out. When when the best pass rusher is your vet in his mid 30s, to me yeah. that's a problem. And then your second one is 40. And you're right. It is exactly that's that's a problem for me. So guys like Matt Judon, Correa, um, Ty's Bowser, these guys got to step it up when it comes to the pass rush. I mean, we we can't get there with just four right now. And we got to be able to have the ability to do that if we want to go where we want to go in in these playoffs. But they got the win. Um, So happy for that. Nine and six. Got the Bengals last week of the season coming up at home. And um, yeah, I, I like what we said. Oh yeah, if y'all lose, y'all got some issues. If we lose, we have some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that the scenario where we lose and we don't get in is if the Titans win and the Bills win. Okay, I, th- that's the scenario. Okay. That if we if we don't get it done, but um, we win with a five seed, and so in my eyes, I wouldn't even count on nobody else. Just 
Just take care of business. Take care of the Bengals. I mean, the reason why I ask is because um, I can see the Bengals upsetting this team. I'm, I'm gonna get to that. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm about to go real Stephen A. on on that one. Um, but you know we'll, we'll we'll get to that game. Hey, Steelers already in the playoffs too. No, those Steelers already there. Yeah, they're the number. I think they locked up uh, a first round bye, right? Who the Saints? No, the Steelers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, so, I just said that because No Dose says the Saints are already in the playoffs. Yeah, they they clinch a spot. They haven't clinched a division yet. Yeah, but um, they got a chance to do that Sunday. Um, Fame agrees. Ravens getting that L. Got nobody to guard. Oh, AJ Green. I, see, I, I I forgot. Fame is a Bengals fan. Uh, um, AJ Green has been a problem for the Ravens, um, but nah, we 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 gonna take them out of their misery come Sunday. We 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 definitely gonna handle that, man. But um, the night game, um, you, you disappointed me about this game, and and shout out to Microwave John Fisher because he and I we're battling it out for the fantasy football championship. Mm-hmm. And all season long, I've had the two Vikings running backs in my roster. And one week, McKinnon goes off. The next week, Murray goes off. And I think for about a, maybe a four or five-week stretch, I've just missed out on who's been right. the better back right. that particular week. Uh-huh. So I decide, you know what, let me let me go with a three-back, two-receiver system for this week. Let me, let me put in Deion Lewis. McKinnon and Murray, because mm-hmm. I, I expected the Vikings to just run all over Green Bay in this okay. one. And McKinnon, I think, had six points, and Murray had four points. Right. And, and that was but just. But Deion Lewis ain't good. Yes, he did. Yeah. He, he he did. And and Gio Bernard, you know, went off went too. Went off, yeah. And oh, I was yeah. and they, I had him on the bench, yeah. but I I wasn't expecting him to yeah. you know do anything. But I can I can imagine it irks me that you've been winning so. As often as you've been winning in fantasy, when you could think to do things like put both running backs in, yeah, I mean, I, I gotta win with one of them. But it just so happens the week that I do that, they don't give me double digit fantasy points. Yeah, so or, or they do, or they do <laughs> combine. Or they, yeah, I mean, combine. It, it just wasn't enough, man. Yeah, uh, microwave. And again, shout out to you. But it seemed like every week. Even somebody going off. Somebody is going off. Yeah. Whether it's Kareem Hunt, um, Which, Michael Thomas, yeah. um, the Saints running back Ingram, um, LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, it, it just seemed like somebody's going off. Even the kicker went off. Even the Cardinals defense got twenty six <laughs> points. That's crazy. And shut out the Giants, man. That that I'm like, damn. So I got a forty point deficit right now, and it's like, you know what? I I I might just have to congratulate John Fisher, aka the microwave, right now. Nah, man. On it, on it, man. I mean, I don't want you to win, but at the same time, I don't like you don't want niggas. new niggas coming in, yeah. and, you know, crashing like, the party. Did real life just walked in this joint and just dominated our league. Just dominated, yeah. yeah. They did that. It's crazy, man. But um, getting back to the Vikings, though, um, they were gonna win this game. Um, the second shutout at Lambeau for the year. Um, Case Keenum, he, Keenum looked pretty off this time around. Uh-huh. But it, but I guess it's okay because I mean Hunley wasn't doing anything. I don't know better. that it, I don't know that it's okay. 
Well, no, it's okay in this game. Oh, okay. But moving forward, and you playing in some, you know, you playing in cold, nigga, you, you're going to be playing in cold come playoff time if, you know, if the Eagles, you know, get a championship round. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you better suck it up, man, and, you know, get ready for these playoffs. But um, shots out to the Vikings, you know, got a good win. They, they get a first round bye, too. Mm-hmm. So they get the week off and all that stuff. Um, the Bears and the Browns. And uh, shout out to 98.9. Today's R&B old school in the chat room. Oh, what up? Appreciate that, man. Appreciate you in the chat room. Um, the Bears, 20 to 3 over Cleveland. And mm-hmm. like I said, 0 16. It's 0 16. The, the Bears have swept the AFC North this year. Crazy. Crazy. What what's the Bears record? Five and ten? I think five and ten, yeah. So four of those five wins are AFC North. AFC North. That's crazy. Yeah. That 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 is just crazy, man. Yeah. But um Jordan Howard had a good day, man. Uh two touchdowns on the ground on twenty two carries. Not bad. Um man. The Browns just stink, man. I I don't I I ain't got no words for them, man. Yeah, they just they just they gotta suck. they just gotta blow the whole thing up, man. I I I hate I hate for Hugh Jackson to get fired. I love Hugh Jackson to get fired so he can go somewhere where he can actually make some some you know what I mean Hugh Jackson yeah. is a good coach, man. He just nah, he is. came into a shit ass situation in Cleveland, man. He is. It's just, uh, man, just for the sake of just seeing it through, I'd like for him to keep the job, but. You go in with sixteen. Go somewhere where you could. They gonna fire. They gonna fire you if you own sixteen. Go somewhere 16. where you get the credit you deserve for being a good coach. You know, you know where I think he should go, and I and Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati. Well, that too. There, there's well, there's three options. We talked about the Giants option uh-huh. last week. The Bengal one is a pretty good one because he was there before. If Dirk Carter gets fired, and I believe he's gonna get fired, who? Dirk Carter with okay. uh, Tampa. Uh-huh. That might yeah, be a place where he can go. I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Because I think they need a coach, too, man. That that team just with too much talent and, you know, the record's not showing. It's not yeah. translating. So I think that's a place he can go to. Um, the Bengals, 26. Uh, the Lions, 17. And like I said, man, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 can't, I can't let this go. I, I just can't let this go. Earlier this season, we, we talked about the big contract. Mm-hmm. With Matthew Stafford, yeah, and majority of people said he deserved it. He, you know, they justified paying him. Oh, I'm, 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 God. I'm justified. I'm justifying him getting the money because they can't let him go. That's mm-hmm. that's the reason I'm justifying for it. This is not gonna get get back to Joe Flacco, is it? This has got nothing to do with Joe okay, Flacco. I just wanted to make sure you weren't going there. It's got nothing to do with that, but uh, you know, I'll just say this. He gets he gets his contract. He gets ridiculed, but a guy that's done that's done nothing with the resume, you know. Oh yeah, just go ahead and pay him. So let, 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 let's let's dissect you the just said it had nothing to do with Joe Flacco. I'm I'm done with the Joe Flacco talk. I just wanted to throw that little piece out there, but I'm done with talking about him. I'm talking about Matthew Stafford right now. So let, let's let's dissect the Lions schedule. They were eight and six, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the six losses. They lost to the Falcons, which some people felt like they got robbed in that game. Okay, uh, fair. Mm. That's a good loss because the Falcons are 
in the playoff mix. Then they lose to the Vikings. Okay, no shame in losing to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. No shame in losing to Pittsburgh, even though they dominated from the 10 to 10. But in the end, no shame there. Ravens. No shame in losing to the Ravens playoff team. All their all their losses were to playoff teams going into this Bengal game. And so I'm thinking, okay, you know what? With Aaron Rodgers being out and the Bengals kind of shutting it down, all right, Detroit going to win 10 games. They're going to get the final spot because I still think the Falcons are going to blow it uh-huh. in the end. And oh, that's, it, not a popular, that's not a popular opinion in the chat room. What's that? Oh, the Falcons? The Falcons going to blow it. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure. I mean, I, I know there's a lot of, you know, Falcon fans in the chat and all that, um, but I'm still of the opinion that they're going to blow it at home. Okay. But um, I think I am too, by the way. <laughs> after all that. Yeah. <laughs> after all that. But you, you go into this game, you got something to play for. You're the 50-something million dollar. I, I don't even know how much his contract is per year. Was it 28? 27? Uh, I think it's 28. $28 million? Uh-huh. Okay, you're getting paid $28 million. And your all your offense could do is put up 17 points. And and, and it's not like you got outplayed, you got outplayed the entire game. You, you have moments in this game where you could put points on the board. And you blew it. Yeah. You, 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 you blew it. And I'm and, and I'm sorry, because people in the media are gonna say, well, you know, Matthew Stafford doesn't have, you know, enough of a team around him. And and that may be all and true. So let's let's dissect this for a second. What what's what's the what's the problem with the Lions right now? No um, running game. Running game no maybe some one. offensive linemen, maybe, maybe they need a couple of guards, no maybe number one receiver. Maybe don't tell me Marvin Jones is the number one receiver. Well, I'm not saying I'm. Me, go and tell you this I, I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm. I'm. Ju- I'm just. I don't think he needs. I don't think he needs a number one receiver. Not yeah. over. Not over running back. Not over. Oh, you just said you, you make, just say priority. You just said what's wrong with the Lions' offense? Okay. Well, if I had to list the issues with the Lions, I would have to put running back and maybe an offensive tackle or an offensive guard. As maybe the top priorities, and then maybe a position on defense, maybe maybe a linebacker for the Lions. Maybe okay. If you're the Lions, how, how are you going to address those needs? The draft. Okay, that's a, that's a simple answer, right? I mean, that's I mean, that's the way you would want to do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, have the Lions, aside from Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson, been wizards in the draft? Given, Darius, given, given their history. Darius Slay. Okay. Did, did, um, did Ziggy Ansa get drafted by them? Um, I'm not, I think he came from somewhere else. I think. You think he came I from think. somewhere? Okay. But if he did, then that was then that. I, I'd say their average draft is if he did. I mean, obviously, Amir Abdullah hasn't hit yet. Um, Theo Riddick hasn't hit yet. Um, okay, but here's but but here's here's my point. Throughout the history of the Lions over the last, I'd say, 10, 15 years, they're not known to build their teams. And I know they've been garbage like the first half of the 2000s. I I, I get that. 
first half for about the decade for about the decade the entire 2000s they've been they they, they've been garbage i i I get that but they they're not known to be draft wizards when it comes to the nfl draft think about some of the players that are really good for them marvin jones i think he's a good receiver he's not a number one but i think he's a good receiver he was picked up in free agency golden tate i think is a pretty good receiver Picked up in free agency. Some of these other guys that are, you know, producing for the Lions. But no majority of them picked up in free agency. So if you're telling me that your 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 best way or, or the history of how your organization acquires talent is mostly through free agency... How are you going to address your needs? Well, I, 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 I think that's a mute point because... Um, I don't think that's a mute point. I think I, I think that's a I think that's a legit point. You're saying that you, you, first of all, you're only talking about free agency within the past three years. That's one. Uh, Susan Sparrow, and I'm, and I'm sure there's more. I um, mean, in, in previous years. And then, and, and then Eric Ebron. I mean, I, let's be clear. Eric Ebron is a serviceable tight end. He was drafted. He I was think. drafted. I by, think he was drafted. Yeah, I'm sure he was. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a he's a serviceable tight end. He's no he's not the best. He's a serviceable tight end. They've got they've they've drafted okay, to answer your question. They've drafted okay. Um I don't think I don't think the the thinking is is ooh, I need to do this through free agency in order to have to make a good team. Considering that they have had good decent draft picks. And like I said, they've drafted Calvin Johnson. They've drafted yeah. Matthew Stafford. Yeah, so I, 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 I get all that, but I'm saying for the for the the majority as a whole, for the Lions, they're more their success. You're only talking about is like more only likely, two players, though. Uh, huh? You're only really talking about like two players, though. No, there, there's more players. I'm I mean, not there, saying there are. That, I'm sure there are more, but you're really only talking about the wide receiver spot. Which, if you got it, if you're being 100 percent honest, they didn't. They upgraded, but they didn't solve their wide. They didn't. They didn't. Um, they didn't make a major upgrade in their wide receiver spot in getting Marvin Jones and Golden Tate. Who were the receivers before that? Besides, other than, other than other than Calvin but Johnson, Calvin, Johnson, Calvin better, Johnson was on his way out. Calvin Johnson is better than both of those. Receivers. I'm not saying that. I Calvin, mean, the numbers that they're putting up, they were putting up with Calvin, just Calvin Johnson, is just as just as good. I mean, obviously, they're not putting up more. He's not putting up more numbers as one receiver than two receivers. But the impact that they had that Calvin Johnson has on any football game is better than. The any impact that both of those receivers will ever have. Yeah, but I'm, I'm together. But I'm I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about who did those receivers replace? They didn't. They, other than Calvin Johnson, who who was the number two aside next to Calvin Johnson before Golden Tate got there? I don't know, but I I, I, didn't, I, I don't know. And, and that's the and that's the point I'm trying to make is that the Lions are are at their best or had or have been at their best. When they go out and get players in free agency more than they do the draft. So who would you say was a who would you say were better players, for the Lions, Marvin Jones and Golden Tate or Matthew Stafford and Calvin Johnson? 
Oh, I mean, it's, that's that's not the debate, but you're, you're right about that. I mean, you're saying... Stafford, no, I'm not, but that's not what I'm saying. Stafford and Johnson are better players than those two. I'm not comparing, I'm not comparing, I'm not comparing the ability of the players and the talent. I'm comparing the ways in which you have historically built your teams. This isn't a, this isn't about who's better. This is this this is a, better through the draft. No they haven't. Get the hell out. Uh, Jelani, if you're still listening, I know he's a Detroit Lions fan. And and look, you you sure. can you can correct me if I'm wrong, you're Jelani. Talking about, you're talking about besides Bernie Sanders, the two best Detroit Well, well, I, well, well I don't want, I don't want to go I don't want to go that far back. No, uh, I'm just no, I know. I'm uh, my point is is that Outside of Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson is the second is the second best Detroit Lion ever. Yeah, again, like I said, aside from Calvin Johnson and Matthew they've, Stafford, they've created. But I'm 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 saying as a as a whole over the last fifteen years, they've been they've they've picked up talent via free agency more than they have the draft. That's that's my point. I'm that, saying that, what your point is. I'm saying that, I that's 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 all my yeah, one point is. I mean, no, nah, that's 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 not the case when the two best players have been picked up through the draft, though. No, but but see, now you're comparing talent and ability. I'm not comparing talent and yeah, ability. But talent and building a team is based on a player's talent and ability. Well, in the end, it's about results too. Well, you've gotten better results from Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford than any free agents you've ever picked up. In the 15 years. Didn't the Lions make the playoffs last year, right? Huh? Lions made the playoffs last year, right? Um, I think so, but with... They picked up Marvin Jones in free agency, right? Last year, right? Yeah, but... Golden Tate was on the was, team last year, right? Who yeah, again, that's not the point. Your point is that's not the point. The point is is that they built their they built their teams better through free agency than the draft and overall. Saying, there's no way that I'm saying you're, you're comparing the talents. Not, I agree with you. Those two players are better than Marvin Jones and Golden Tate. I agree with you. Yeah, but I agree with you. That that's that's not a that's not a debate. But you're saying that the team, and, I, and we, I'm going to put a button on the conversation. You're saying that they built better team. The team is bet was better built through the draft. I mean, through the free agency. Yes. And I'm saying that's not true. They could have got any number twos off uh, off the bench. I mean, off the draft. And as long as Matthew Stafford was throwing the rock the way he was throwing it last year, they'd have been eaten. Well, again, again, my my whole point in saying this is. If if you've built your teams more through free agency, and you've paid you've paid this guy the money you've paid him, and I, I'm I'm interested to see what the cap situation is for the Lions. I'm I'm really interested to see that because if y'all want to say well he has no talent, then it's like okay, well you got to get him talent. Okay, how you gonna get it for him? Cause you're not you're not draft wizards. You 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 picked up guys off free agency. So where's the money coming from? That that that's all I'm saying there. I'm I'm yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna just leave yeah. I'm just leave it I at totally that. understood your point. We just disagree. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. leaving it at that, man. Um, the Rams and the Titans, twenty-seven to twenty-three. Um, Todd Gurley had another monster game. Um, that eighty-yard catch and run was, was great, man. Um, watch this game on Sunday. 
Um, the Titans just, um, I, 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 I really think that um, they're going to collapse um, come next week. Your last game is against the Jaguars, right? Yes, at home. Yeah. Um, and Mariota just does not look like the same guy um, from, you know, last year. Not that he was, you know, spectacular last year, but his, his numbers are just not where you want it to be. And so most slump, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Juniors. This is third year, right? I thought it was the second. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's third year. It's you're third right. year. Okay. You're right. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's what I thought. So, um, you know, so you, you, you got that. The Rams clinched the West. Um, you know, congrats to them. Um, big turnaround for them yeah. from four wins to possibly uh, twelve. Coach of the year. Then we, I don't think we need the Sean McVay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I think you could give it to him. I mean, th- there were like maybe four good candidates for coach of the year. I mean, the Titans had their little thing. They were eight and four. Bills, yeah, no. five and two at one point, and then there was another. Oh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's the other team. Yeah, I wouldn't get none of them. You don't. I think. I think Doug Marone is a candidate for it. I mean, sure. I guess. I, I wouldn't. Uh, but I. I would give it to McVay. But I, I think. But I think Doug I Marone. Think close, and I don't think it's close. Really? I don't think it's close. Is it, Rams, is it? Is it? Is it more of the team's performance than it is? Yeah. We don't even. I mean. Blake Bortles because it's because of because of offense. Blake yeah. Bortles has been garbage for the majority of the year. The defense, I mean, the offense has hadn't been putting up points for the majority of the year. Yeah, but I, I don't. Well, if we're gonna judge it by the coach, don't you think we have to consider both sides of the football in some way? Yeah, but the Rams are playing both sides of the football very well, and have done it consistently very well. Okay, that's a fact. Yeah, what better about, than all those other teams you're talking about. I sure, it's close. What What about What about the fact that? These franchises have missed the postseason in the last ten years, and the Rams were two, the Rams were two and fourteen last year. The and Rams the Rams were four and twelve. Four and the 12, Jags so. were three and thirteen. Yeah, and then they, so when the last time the Rams made the playoffs, Rams made the playoffs what two thousand what three? That's the last time they won the division. I know, but I don't, is that the last time they made the playoffs too? Um, you know what? They went no four as a wild card. I think. Yeah. So. I mean, we all talk. We talking about the same thing. All those teams have the same issues. They have some droughts. Playoff droughts. Jacksonville, two thousand seven, yeah. the last yeah, we're time. We talking about the same. We talking about the same thing. Except the Rams as a team are levels above what the other three teams have done. Levels? This year. Yes. None of those teams have offenses consistently. None of those teams have offenses consistently. Well, I'm. I'm not. Forget Buffalo and whoever else I said. Forget those two. I'm Jaguars and Rams. Jaguars have a uh, elite defense and a iffy, a sometimey offense. Mm. Rams have. You don't like you don't like the running back. You don't like Fournette. What has Fournette done since the beginning of the year? Since the, like the first half of the season. Well, let, let's put it like this. What has he done? Been suspended. Who, Fournette? Fournette got suspended for or didn't play. He's for sending the game, and I know he set out another game because he got hurt. I, yeah, I, 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 I get all that. But, like you said, the Jaguars have an elite defense. And that's it. The Rams have an elite offense. Would you Would you say their offense is elite? Yeah. I would. Of course. Okay. Would. So And, hold on, because mm-hmm. you was about to miss it. Mm-hmm. Very good special teams. Okay. And very good defense. 
Okay. Would you? You could compare. Now Jacksonville's defense is better than the Rams. The Rams defense, but they're comparable. Mm-hmm. Where on the other half, you can't compare Jacksonville's offense to the Rams' offense. So with the Rams special teams. I would I would give the edge to McVeigh again again close. again I again. would again I would give it to McVeigh. But I'm all I'm saying is I don't think I, it's close. Yeah, I, I disagree. I just disagree. I I I think it's close. I think it's close because I I think comparing Jags defense versus Rams offense that could be a wash. I think comparing Jags offense versus Rams defense I think is a little bit closer too. But like you said, the special teams might just you know give them the edge in that regard. Um. Chiefs beat the Dolphins, um, 29-13, you know, no surprise there. Um, they win the West, like, um, you know, most people didn't think they could do it after losing six out of uh, seven, um, but they, you know, they get the home game, they'll be the fourth seed in the conference going into the playoffs, and, um, then they got the Patriots beating Buffalo 37-16, um, was that a touchdown? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know what's funny is all these touchdowns that are being called back. You know what all these things have in common? The Patriots. The, yes, it's the Patriots, man. Just paying niggas behind closed doors, man. Amen. God bless them. Man, no, <laughs> no, niggas cheating, man. Mm, ain't, ain't niggas definitely cheating, though. Yeah, yeah, ain't no question about that. They gonna pick up James Harrison. That ninja Rams have an elite running game and a so-so passing game of golf. Right, and golf is better than bullet bottles. Yeah, I, I agree with Man. that. I I totally agree with that. He also says they cheated Buffalo both times they played. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what else he said? Oh, you you already read that. Um, uh, the Saints, the Saints, uh, twenty three thirteen. I don't think there was any doubt that um the Saints were going to beat the Falcons. In, in well, I think game. some folks had some doubts. Um, in a minority, but to me, no, I think Falcons fans thought they was gonna pull this game off. Yeah, I think they thought they was gonna pull this game off because they are the NFC champions and that they were gonna come back and be that team from last year. Damn all that! They they not the team. Me what the Falcons fans thought? Sure, and I'm telling the Falcons fans, damn all that, because y'all team is not where it was last year. Hey. It ain't even. I mean, from the start of the season, it, it wasn't even. The Falcons from last year, so they could can all that. Hey man, they got they got outplayed in this game for a good three quarters here. So, I mean, make of it what you will. The Saints, to me, at home, they just were a better team. They had both their running backs because remember the first matchup, Kamara went out. out, So you knew, hey, they get them two running backs going against the Falcons, it was going to be a wrap. And so that that's where I base my pick on is Clay Davis says, "Fuck the Saints." That game was fifty fifty Falcons. Yeah, slash refs. I, I I I peeped Twitter and there were a lot of people talking about the refs screwing the Falcons. And I, I wish I could have saw the highlights to this game to really see exactly what they were talking about. Uh, did Did you happen to no, see anything? I promise you, I watched a little football this week. I promise you. Mm-hmm. I promise you. I, I kind of wish this was the game that was on TV versus uh, Rams and Titans. Even and though Rams and Titans they did got not, good. They didn't get outplayed. What game was you watching? What was the score? 23-13. That's a 10-point lead. That don't mean they got outplayed. Um, after three quarters, the Falcons only put up a field goal. 
and the, and the Saints hey. were the Saints had twenty points in that hey. game in the third, at the end of the third quarter. Hey, I'm just that, telling you what that, Clay Davis saying. Clay Davis saying you on that bullshit right now. Um, well, I, you put up three points. I mean, what, what you what you want me to say? At the end of the day, you got to put points up. You might have, I mean, you might have been scorching them from twenty to twenty, but you got to get in that end zone, man. That's all I'm saying. Hey. That's 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 all I'm saying, man. You gotta score. You gotta score these points, man. All right, we gonna take one last break, man, and come back and finish this up and uh, do these picks for the last week. Two four zero five three two two seven one eight. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man Lopan on the Two Live Studios Radio Network. Ain't that right, Lopan? Yo, this is your boy, KC, from the Kicking It With KC Show. When I want to jam, I'm jamming with Queen Josie and DJ Nunu as they're kicking those vibes. The moment that is bound to shape the future. I got a letter from the government. The other day, I opened and read it. They telling me to get it. It said that the message I was bringing brought destruction. I put the pen to the pad and said, fuck them. Here's a land that never gave a damn about a brother like me from the jump. They'd rather see me slum. Face down, shot five or six times with my kid and a mama in the cop car crowd. And I'm done. Stop lying. It's a black and white thing. Redneck ass judge would rather watch a nigga hang than indict what's white. Not right. Fuck a news feed. Black man got the same knees as the Jews need. Who me? I demand reparation. Fuck a cowboy. I'm a native robbed of my nation. I'm an African. Black man. Fucked out my language. Got me praying to a white boy. God, that's insane. And if you ask me why they steadily harass me, I reply with that these motherfuckers nasty. And I'm a god, yet they calling me a nigga. They scared of me, so they try to hide behind the trigger. Acting badass. Fuck a honky with the badge. I'm a nigga with an attitude. You can kiss my black ass. Ain't no sense in niggas being diplomatic. Televised a revolution. Let these motherfuckers have it. I'm calling up the homies. They said to come through. And I run with the niggas. They scared to come shoot. Take an eye for an eye. Take a tooth for tooth. Do unto others as some others would do unto you. And now they say it make America great. But what America hates. Kept America straight. And America safe. Motherfuck that flag. My people are not free. We want to touch that flag. So quick to try to copyright what came for free. Now they blaming me. And it's plain to see that they mad at that. Like I'm a magic act. Yeah, imagine that. Motherfucker, I'm black. Bucket vultures. Super quick to steal one's culture. Trying to make it your own. Caveman, go home. Over 10 long nose, funny looking ass Donald. Got his nerve disrespecting President Obama. If you don't want us around, then let us leave. Pay the money you've been owing my people since they were set free. That 40 acres and a mule never came, but yet we're still outstanding. Outstanding in the rain, just waiting. Patient, patient, and praying for God to step up. But nah, it ain't shit shaking. I was mistaken, thinking scripture could have helped us. Following the faith of our very own oppressors. No justice, just us. Look at how the aftermath of slavery today still affects us. Our kids educated by the enemy. And they don't know shit about
about the history. Cause they ain't teaching that in school. Leave it up to them coons. And all that's cool. Let the bygones be bygones. And besides, we've been killing off our homes. Shut the fuck up, you know what? Alright, y'all, we back in the house. Maestro Styles, Trey Frazier, and yeah, Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. The number's 240-532-2718. Just want to read a little bit of the chat here. Uh, I am no dose, said Freeman fumbled, and another time got stuffed. Uh, Clay Davis said, no, the Falcons was in the red zone three times but didn't convert. That's my, you got to get points. I mean, I mean that's, the, that's the name of the game. You, you, you got to convert. You got to get points. Otherwise, you, you, you're not going to be in the game if the other team's scoring. Uh, Clay also says three three four, but the Saints fans swear Lattimore was locking Julio up. And something about um, the rest was letting Lattimore... Oh, 334 said Lattimore was holding all damn day. And um, RC comes in here and says, To all of you who believe Julio Jones is the best receiver in the game, why is he not more of a red zone threat? Only three touchdowns this year. He's great, but he's not as good as AB, and he might not be as good as D. Hopkins. And I want to get into that D. Hopkins uh, catch a little bit. Uh, later in the recap, because that was a ridiculous catch, and the yes, only TD catch this year. Um, I have to look at the highlights of the other games to see, but that was a ridiculous catch. I mean, that guy is a is an animal freak of nature, athletically, man. Shouts out to D Hop, you know, for you know catching that one, man. Um, I am no dose says the Falcons lost though, bruh. Um. I mean, like I said, man, the the Falcons had nothing, man. They they, they weren't gonna have nothing for them Saints, man. Um, getting back to these games, uh, the Chargers in New York beat the Jets fourteen to seven. Will be damned, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, all I could get out of this is that the Chargers are trying to keep hope alive in this thing. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, man. I think the Chargers are gonna get it. I think they're gonna get that sixth spot. I don't want them to. I want them to. I don't. <laughs> we struggle with big play receivers. I don't want them to get it. Uh, well, just from an entertainment standpoint. Sure. Because if the Titans, eh, I mean, come on. Sure. And the Bills, like, I mean, I'd be happy for the Bills because of the drought. But other than that, I mean, playoffs ain't going to be as exciting if, if the Chargers is not in it. So I, I think just by virtue of... Tennessee losing, and the Bills. I, I don't know. That Bills Miami game is a is a toss up game. I'm, I'm I'm not sure about that one yet. When when we get the picks, I'll I'll figure that one out. Um, the Redskins beat the Broncos 27-11. Um, this game had no implication whatsoever. Right. Um, I'm 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 actually kind of mad that it was on TV and I had to watch it. I ain't watch that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. Um, I mean, really nothing much. I mean, Kirk Cousins, as usual, you know, stats, the stats just, I mean, but, I mean, it, it, it implied to him winning this football game. So, it, it's all good in the end if he could, you know, put up the stats and win the game. Um, the Panthers, at the last second, Beat the Bucks twenty two nineteen. Um, that was gonna get interesting if, if the Panthers had lost this football game. Yeah, but I, I give credit to Cam Newton. 
um, the fumble that in the red zone, that but he ran it ran in. That motherfucker like he, he ran dependent on. Yep, yep. No, no doubt about that it. Ain't too many motherfuckers gonna stop that motherfucker running at you head on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Too many people gonna stop that. Exactly. So you know, shots out to Cam. Out to Cam. Yeah, for pulling that off, man, and um, that was a clutch moment, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta get credit with credit, dude. That was a clutch moment. Yes, right it there. was. Yes, it was. That was a clutch moment. Game on the line. Some other quarterbacks would have just fell on it. Yep. yep. That was a clutch moment. Yep. Game, game on the line. You got to pick it up and go in. Um, you know who I saw do a similar play like that in the playoffs about maybe three, four years ago? Andrew Luck did that same thing. Against, uh, against against the Chiefs. Don't, don't start that conversation. <laughs> what? Don't bring Cam Newton and, and Andrew Luck in the same conversation. Andrew Luck did that same thing. The running back, and not just the quarterback fumbled the snap. The running back yeah. fumbled the snap, and Andrew Luck picked it up and ran it in for a score. And that was that was the game the Chiefs blew. What a four touchdown lead in yeah. that year. Well, I appreciate uh, the Panthers winning and making this uh, next game against the Falcons all the more interesting. Yeah, yeah, because obviously the Panthers still can win the South, and they could they could get a first round bye too. Yeah, I mean that that's crazy that they can you know actually do that. But um, that makes the game more interesting between them and the Falcons. Cam going back to his hometown probably would love nothing but to knock the Falcons out the postseason altogether. Yeah, um, I think it's gonna happen. We'll get the picks later on. Uh, the Niners and like I said, man, <laughs> like I said, yo, the, the not, Jags I'm better for the, rest of the, year. the Jags better watch out because uh, the Niners look like. They look like they're going to... Hold, hold on. Let, let, I'm not going to overreact. I'm not going to overreact, even though that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's four games. You know what I'm saying? They're not really playing for nothing. Um, You know, but pride, really, at this point. Just to... I, I, you know, let's, let's wait until next year when Jimmy Jean had training camp and all those types of things. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah, an, enough film yeah, on Jimmy G. Yeah, that's, 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 that's just... Yeah, no, I mean, that's fair. That That's just fair. Hold on. But you, but you, but but you I can't... But I want to overreact. I just want you to be clear. I want to overreact. You, you, you have to admit, though, if he can just come in and with the same roster, same people on offense, do this... Versus who they had, C.J. Beathard, yeah, and and somebody else. Yeah, C.J. Beathard's garbage. Though. If That's if garbage. if if Jimmy G can do that, then and against a good Jaguars defense, yeah, yeah you, you you have to be impressed with this. I mean, my God, they 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 might make the playoffs next year. They might make the playoffs. I mean, yeah. <laughs> given the way things are going here. Um, here, here go that ninja here in the chat room. You started uh, that conversation. That, hey, that's it's cool, man. Uh, but he he mentioned something about the Bills. Uh, said he would much rather see the Bills or the Titans. Um, the only good thing about San Diego was that Anthony Lynn is the head coach. Shout out to Anthony Lynn, yeah. black coach for the Chargers. Um, have to fight through so many bad kickers early in the season. Oh, really? Just that that Asian kid. Uh, oh yeah, 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 man. Just the Asian kid. Yeah. So you know we had to fight through a, a fight, an zero and four start too. Yeah. So for them to be in this position, 
Anthony Lynn, you know. Definitely deserves some credit. Yep, do, doing a great job over there. Uh, that ninja says, uh, dude, he was like, you're comparing apples and bowling balls. Talking about Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck and, um, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm not going to get into that. I told that. you. I'm not I don't gonna, even know why the fuck you said that. I'm not going to. No, nah, because. I don't know why the fuck you said it's, that. It's a, it's a ridiculous statement. Apples to oranges. What, he said bowling balls. Those two, the apples to bowling balls. The, those are two. I'm comparing two plays. <laughs> they made the same exact play. Like, I mean, come on. I mean, the only thing apples and bowling balls comparable is one's black and the other's white. Oh, that's, that's it. That's what you did. That's it. This is just, just, just with the bullshit. Come that's on, that's man. it, man. You just wanna, you just wanna, come on, come on, man. What? What's good? I feel you about to go on the deep end. What's the next game, nigga? You about to go on the deep end? No, buddy. I'm not. I'm. I, that's all I wanted to say. That's all, all I right. want to say. He mentioned something about Troy Smith. Uh, uh, Troy Smith did the same thing when he came in for Alex Smith back in the day. Oh, with the Niners, and nobody, uh, nobody cared. But now we acting like. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Oh my god! Oh my god! Shout out to Troy Smith. Yeah, yeah. Troy Smith uh, who was with the, was with the Ravens for a couple really, of years. Wasn't really doing shit. Oh, don't don't tell Ninja that. <laughs> he might get fired. I up. ain't saying he didn't make Over the play. There. I'm not saying he didn't make that play. But I mean, come on now. Uh, acting like he's Jesus Christ. I, I I'm not saying Andrew Luck is Jesus Christ. Don't don't say that. Uh, I love Jesus. Clay said the Jaguars didn't care about that game. They was already in the playoffs, and they still won. The, that's a fact. That's true. That's a fact. Titans I'm not lost. Overreact. Yeah, that's true. Titans lost. So you know, Blake Bortles went back to bringing Blake Bortles. Maybe he, maybe he, he played loose or something. I don't know. Maybe he's playing looser. Right. Right. Um, well, let me let me get back to the Rams for a second because um, Jeff Fisher had a statement about he left the team in good hands. Yeah. Is, is that what he said? Yeah, that's man, what he said. That, man, he need to shut up, man. Uh, yeah. That dude, that dude need to pipe down. Left, I mean, left, like, left the team in good good yeah, hands. Like, let's, like a, let's be clear. And and they talking about he could possibly coach somewhere next year. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody picked him up. Oh, come on. I ain't saying, that. I, ain't saying that I would pick him up. Oh, come on. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. It, it ain't just, going nowhere. It 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 just shows that yeah, it just shows that these organizations. Well, I don't want to say majority, but I'd say about a good thirty percent of the league cares about mediocrity more than yeah, you know winning football. That's a games. big name. I don't know why Jeff Fisher is still a big name higher. Why? Yeah, I don't know why, why he is, but uh, apparently some people would still consider him to be. A big name higher. Right, right. Uh, here go Clay Davis. Uh, one has won an MVP and went to the Super Bowl. That is a fact. While the other one got his ass kicked in the AFC Championship game. That's a fact. What? <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna address it. <laughs> Look, I'm hungry. Bro. I'm I'm not gonna I'm address. Hungry. I'm hungry too. Act like I'm holding a show up or something. The Seahawks and the Cowboys, man. Um. I got no words for this game. Nah, I got, I, I, I got no words. I can't say I don't have words. Look, here's the thing about... Um, I, I got no words. Sure. How you in the red zone yeah. and you don't give it to Zeke, man? Yeah. How you don't give that brother the ball in the red zone, man? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. That, that's frustrating, man. And I'm not even a Cowboy fan. And I'm, I'm fired up over that, man. Do Dez Bryant need to go? Uh, 
I I think Des Bryant should play for another franchise. I, I I definitely believe that because I don't know why there seems to be this act between him and Dak, and it just seems like the offense is Dez not Bryant, getting him in the flow of the offense for I some reason. I don't know that Des Bryant is a number one wide receiver anymore. You think he's lost a step? I, I don't know. I don't. I'm saying I don't know because mm-hmm. I know it could have something to do with Dak. I know it could have. He he definitely doesn't separate the. Way. I mean, he never mm-hmm. was a. But he did right. at some point. He like. Yeah, he could separate. <laughs> he can grab the ball at the highest point. Well, he used to. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't seen him, and I haven't watched many Cowboy games. But the ones I've seen, I haven't seen him reach for the ball at the highest I'm point. I'm excited. Uh, I'm like. Nobody, nobody's scared of this receiving call for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Nobody's scared of it. Nobody's scared of it. Cole Beasley, like everybody was. If you talk to a Cowboys fan, you know this time last year, Cole Beasley was the best thing since sliced bread. What happened to the white, the white hope? I don't know. What happened to Cole Beasley? I don't know, but I somebody, whether it's Jerry, um, what's the coach name, Garrett. Somebody got to take responsibility for what they displayed out there. The the Seahawks and and let me let me credit the Seahawks because they played an awful game, a hundred and something yards and penalties, more than the yardage on offense. Oh, yeah, right. But I give the Seahawks credit because the Cowboys kept shooting themselves in the foot. Are you giving them credit for them shooting themselves in the foot? The Seahawks? No, for taking advantage of those mistakes. Because oh, okay. didn't they run back a fumble for a touchdown or an interception for a touchdown? Uh, when, yeah, Dez didn't play a good game. Dez has had some um, mm-hmm. some bad games since Zeke went out. Um, I mean, look, i tell you who I'm not worried about on that offense. I'm not worried about Zeke and I'm not worried about Dak Prescott. Nope, I'm not. I'm not worried about those the two future. people. I'm not worried about those two people. Um, I, I, I think Witten... The great Jason Witten, I think, needs to go. I think he needs to retire. I think they need to get a more athletic tight end. I don't think he needs to go. I think that he. I think he needs to play a second, you know, more a less pass receiving role. Mm, I think he's still a viable tight end. <sighs> he's up there, man. He's definitely up there. I, I, fourteen I, years, four, yeah, fourteen, fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree with you that he old, mm. but he still he still knows how to run routes. Um, he still blocks well. Um, That's a fact. I just think they need somebody younger who they need. You know, you remember when Dez was a big play receiver? Yep. You remember those days? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think. I don't think those. I don't think that's the case anymore. That's that's crazy. I I, I think. And then they never had a number two. They've never had a number two. No. Don't give me Terrence Williams. I know no. he's had spurts. Don't give me Terrence Williams. He's. He, they never had a number two. No. And you know, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I would like to see Dez somewhere else. I think he should. Just, I I don't think he's done. I I, I see. I, yeah, I don't think he's done. I just think he needs to change the pace. I don't think I he's think he done. Just need to change the pace. I just think he needs to change the scenery somewhere else, where the offense will be well, not so much catered to him, but when they know they got to get some offense going, they could get Dez going. They need another. And and even I think I think that Ninja said it. 
Maybe if you even get a better, yeah, that's what he said, get a better second receiver. Even if you got somebody that yep. you know could blow the top off of an offense or defense, I mean, mm-hmm. even if you knew you had that and then played dead in the more possession receiver type thing, right. maybe, maybe that would work. But right. I don't know, man. I don't think, I don't, I don't, I think he might need to change, a change the scenery, man. Yeah, and Ninja um, said you don't get rid of a Des Bryant. Uh, I I agree with you. I I agree with you to a sense, but there's uh, Ninja. I've had this guy on my fantasy team, <laughs> and I'm and I'm not trying to use that to judge him. that he's yeah. that he's washed or anything like I'm that. Because I don't think he's washed. No, he's washed. I don't think he's washed. I just think that there's just something within this offense that is just not clicking with them. And and usually when that happens, sometimes it's you you just maybe just need to go somewhere else and be the man there yeah. and and maybe just not with the Cowboys. So I, I I partly agree with you, Ninja, from the standpoint you don't get rid of a Des Bryant based on what we've seen of him with his career so far. Yeah. But what we've seen this year, <coughs> yeah, I, I, he, he he needs a change of scenery. And um, and then the truth comes out, you mad about fantasy production. Yeah, you mm-hmm. damn right I am, man. <laughs> that dude was oh, he was a disappointment, man. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, uh, the Cardinals at home against the Giants. Let me tell you how funny Ninja is. What's up? Now, having all having said all of that, I would love to see Dez in Carolina. <laughs> I would too, though. Yeah, that that would be a good look. Oh, honestly, I would too. That would be a good look. I think they could win a Super Bowl if they get Dez. To be honest with you. Yeah, all right. I I think that would take him over the top, and that would that would allow guys like Funches and um, the kid they drafted that got hurt. Is Funches a good number two? Um, he can be. I I, I think he can be okay. either him or who's the kid they drafted? Sammy something. I, I, oh, Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, he'll be a better effective receiver when he gets back from injury. Um, the Cardinals blow out the Giants. Uh, Give him a big fat zero. Um, we we know what to deal with the Giants is. Yeah, man, they 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 yeah. just trying to get to the finish line yeah, and, and just God bless them. and just yeah just you know blow the, the whole thing up, man. Uh, but until Landon Collins, he can come on to the uh, to the Steelers, man. He fed up. He fed up with Eli Apple. Mm. I know. I know. Obviously, Eli Apple would be gone before Landon Collins. I yeah, I was about to, I was about to say. Oh, we did forget to mention in the Cowboys Seattle game about Earl Thomas wanting to uh, leave Seattle and co- go play with Dallas. Uh, yeah. Um, listen, he wants to play in his home state. Maybe it's just that simple. Maybe it's just that simple. Um, do 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 you like when he kind of put that out there and in the moment there after beating the team that he wants to play for? You know, yeah. I don't care. I just don't care. Let's 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 say mm-hmm. that. I just don't care. Yeah, that's fair. I just don't care. That's that's fair. I don't care. That's fair. Look, yeah. um, hopefully it's not a hopefully it's not a collusion type thing. Wasn't um wasn't Adrian Peterson courting uh the Cowboys during the game one year? Uh, that's a good question, and I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like that. Like, yeah, I feel like that might have happened. Yeah, I don't remember. I feel that. like that might have happened. I don't remember that. It is a contract gift for Earl Thomas. That's a fact. I, I was hit to that, Clay Davis. Yep, yep. Okay, so you know, maybe he wants to he wants to play for his home state. Yeah, sure, and, and, and you know, and they gonna pay him. Is there any indictment on the Legion of Boom or what they or what they were? Um, it's possible, <laughs> but I mean, 
these teams go through. I, I bet you every other team goes through the same thing yeah. when things aren't going the way they go. Um, but at the end of the day, old Thomas is trying to get that bag. And if the Cowboys are gonna give him that bag over Seattle, then well, more props he, to you, man. I hope he fully understands that that defense ain't gonna be where he used to. It won't. No, um, it won't. Would he easily be the best defender? On the Cowboys, if they made no yeah. other yeah. adjustments to yeah. the defense, but I think they'd be smart to make some adjustments if he really came over, mm-hmm. especially like early in the yeah. off season. Right, they'd be smart to make. Don't some. they? They got some players suspended that are going to come back, right? Am yeah. I? Am I? Um, Dallas? the Cowboys? Yeah. Okay, because I I thought there was some suspensions. Like you talking about like linebackers? I know um, some linebackers. Yeah, I think everybody came back. Man. Everybody came back. Okay, so. okay. Somebody fact check that. I mean, we we in seventeen, but now let's say it's done for the year. Right, right. But 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 no, I'm saying if they were suspended for the season, then you can if you're a fan, you can expect them to come back. No, I think everybody next I don't year. Think nobody was out for a year. I don't think. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Um, oh, getting back to the Saints, um, Drew Brees cleared 70,000 receiving, uh, I mean, uh, passing yards. Mm-hmm. Um, the third the third person to uh, accomplish that, right? Yep. Third person. You know, I didn't even think to look who the other two people were. If I had to take a guess, it'd be Dan Marino and Brett Favre. Um, if I had to take a guess. You're right on one. Brett is... One, uh-huh. um, Dan Marino is incorrect. Okay, I'll give you one more guess. I'm only I would guess we paid man. Yep, there you go. Yeah, bingo. Yep. I just thought Dan Marino might have thrown, you know, because Dan Marino. Oh yeah, that dude was a yeah, yeah. one of the best yeah. at throwing the football, man. In those days, and they had running game back then. Yeah, was, he was just throwing the ball. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Steelers. Took care of their business against the Texans. Yeah. I mean, what other? I mean, I I think I everybody mean, everybody, everybody saw game. this happen. We got gash in the running game, but I think Alfred Blue though. I'll be honest. I, with I you, forgot man. that dude was even playing. I'll be honest with you, man. Um, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that we were putting everything we had to the passing game. To the passing, y'all were. Yeah, you mean you mean y'all were Hopkins, the, like trying to play the passing game? Oh okay. Yeah. So what? What? What's that? Uh, say play the safeties deep. Yeah. And all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I wish I watched more to really. I mean, I watched enough understand. of it. I watched enough of it to see that safeties were more in coverage. Not like, a lot of yeah. Not stack not stack that. boxes. Yeah. Not a lot of stack yeah. boxes. Okay. I watched enough of Cause, it. Because because I, I don't I don't think Alfred Blue was any good. In terms he's, not, of, he's not terrible. He's a he's, yeah. He's not terrible, but he ain't no. If you give it to him, he'll get it. I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah, he ain't no Lamar Miller, but nah. nah. You know, I forgot the dude was on the team though. I I really. <laughs> I'm like, I'll shout out blue. to them Steelers, man, because we doing what we do, and shout out to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, great catch, great catch, man. Don't know if it's the catch of the year. Great okay. fucking catch. Got to look at the highlights. And uh, we'll, we'll we'll make that determination. And then uh, the Eagles beat the Raiders nineteen to ten. Um, and got Nick entertaining. Foles, and Nick Foles look a little iffy in the light. Nick Foles looks iffy. Um, credit the defense. The defense won this game for the Eagles. Uh-huh. Um, there was a sequence where 
the Raiders threw an interception in the red zone, and then um, the Eagles coughed it right back up to the Raiders, and then the Raiders turned it over again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, Eagles defense, you get the game ball in this one. Um, Nick Foles, they, I, I think what they're going to have to do for Week 17 against Dallas, uh-huh. Nick Foles got to play all 60 minutes. He, he's got to get the repetition going in these games. Ain't nobody was saying that last week when he was throwing four touchdowns. Well, I don't even think it was even considered because he was doing so great. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a consideration. Now that you see this, it's like, okay, maybe this guy's got to, you know, he's got to play all 60 minutes, whether they like it or not, because they're going to they're gonna have a week off. Yeah. You don't want him. You don't want him to be rusty for the second round. Uh-huh. That's two weeks off right there. So um, they're gonna have to play the guy. And um, and 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 shout out uh, Marshawn Lynch. He, he carried the ball twenty five times, which they should have been doing all season long. And if I had to label a couple of disappointments for the season, the Raiders are definitely. Yeah. One of the disappointments yeah. this year. Um and the Giants obviously with their issues. Um they they will they will be the second team. Alright. Let's get this thing going, man. Um What the hell happened? Oh, I don't even got the record up here. I, I think it happened when we had a little glitch or whatever. So. But I do have this number, number seventeen, and that's games that you're ahead of me in the standings so I'll just congratulate you now That's what I do. in terms of picking games because I have no shot whatsoever now if it was 16 games then I'd I have would just pick some teams the same as you and that way you'd never win well then I'd have to flip and change my pick then I would have to pick every game different from you yeah. to, uh, to even have a shot <laughs> at this thing so all right, last week of the season, um, a lot regular season, regular season, a lot's on the line, and um, let's start with uh, the Packers and the Lions. I don't even give a damn about this game. Lions, I'm so pissed off at at the, at the Lions, at the guy they gave all that money to, and he can't even beat the Bengals. You got the Lions, yes sir. Um, yeah, I I, I guess whatever Lions. Um, Texans at the Colts. Give me the Colts. Um, for no reason. I'll go. I'll go Colts. Who, who, who's the guy they had backing up TJ Yates yesterday? I don't know. Heine- Heineken. I don't know. Heineke, Meineke, yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't know that name. <sighs> we could call Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Uh, Bears at the Vikings. I mean the Vikings. Yeah, Vikings too. I don't care who they put the rest. Um. The- <laughs> Uh, Jets at the Patriots. Give me the Jets. I'll go Patriots then. Jets, nigga. Uh, <laughs> I know why you're going there. Uh, Redskins at the Giants. Give me the Skins. Uh, yeah, I don't think the Giants are planning on winning this game or even planning on showing up here. I'm going with the Redskins. Uh, Cowboys at the Eagles. Give me the Eagles. I'll go Cowboys then. I think this is a winnable game. I think the Eagles will just rest some starters, but Nick Foles need to get all the reps in there. Um, Browns at the Steelers. Steelers. Um, 
But screw it. Give me the Browns. Fuck it, right? They gotta right. win. They gotta win one game, right? No, they, no, they, don't. they gotta. They gotta get a game. Facts. Don't don't make history. Don't don't do it, Browns. Yeah, legendary. Uh, okay. Now here's where the games really mean something. <laughs> uh, Panthers at the Falcons. Panthers. Yep. Carolina Panthers. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. I ain't sorry. I'm not sorry. Yeah, I'm not sorry. I don't. I don't hate the Falcons. Let me. Let me be clear. I don't hate the Falcons, but I don't like what I'm seeing from them throughout this entire year. Yeah. And they, they blew. A, they blew a great opportunity last week, and I expect them. They'll do the same this time around. Give me the Panthers, man. Uh, Chiefs at the Broncos, and not that it really matters. Broncos. Okay. Yeah. Broncos. I'll go Kansas City then. Um. Jaguars at the Titans. Give me the Jags. I got the Jaguars too. I think the Titans are out the playoff picture. Um, 49ers at the Rams. Give me the Rams. I'll go 49ers then. It's a shootout, man. Um, Bills at the Dolphins. Give me the Bills. I'm not. I'm not sure about this one, man. Because I mean, Miami can beat Buffalo. I mean, this, this is a toss-up. You, you said you got Bills? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, I, I, I'll go Dolphins then. Uh, Raiders at the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Um, yeah, I, I, if I want the Chargers to get in, then I got to pick the Chargers here. They, they need this game. Um, this thing. Uh, Cardinals at the Seahawks. And it's funny because I had the tombstone yeah. all laid out for the Seahawks. I learned a lesson watching these games because it was it was Seattle, Detroit, and Dallas yep. in that mix of teams for that last spot. And the lesson I learned is that you always go with the team that's got the pedigree. In Seattle, despite despite the injuries. And the lack of Legion of Boom, you go with the team that's got the pedigree. Why the hell did I put faith in them Lions, man? And the Cowboys, for that matter. Clay Davis says he wants your Negroes to have that same energy when the Falcons win Sunday and make the playoffs. Look, if they win, I'm not going to lose no sleep. I mean... I be, I mean, I'd be happy All for them. What I'm em. saying is that you make sure you tune in on Tuesday, next Tuesday, win or lose. <laughs> I say that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm look. I, if the Falcons win, I'll be happy. I, 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 I don't have man, no. I don't give hatred. a damn whether they win or lose. I don't have no hatred. I don't for the give Falcons. a damn. I have no hatred. Um, Saints at the Bucks. Give me the Saints. Um, give me. I'll go Buccaneers just for the heck of it. But the Saints got to win that division. So, but you never know. And then uh, the last game, Bengals at the Ravens. Give me the Bengals in an upset. I got the Ravens. We going to playoffs. Number five seed, baby. Let's get it done, man. Let's get it done, man. All right, folks. Uh, we appreciate everybody in the chat room, man. Um, y'all, y'all get the hell on out of here, man. We we about to go eat some dinner real quick. Um, just a few reminders, man. Um, check out the Facebook page. We got videos of the show uploaded and all that. Make sure y'all check that out. We on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We also got the Twitter account at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And if you want to listen to the show on demand, go to xsquadaffiliates.com. You go to Google Play Podcast. You can go to Apple Podcasts. 
Or you can go right to Spreaker.com. I mean, all the episodes are right there at your disposal. Go ahead, check us out every Tuesday, 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Just want to shout out those X-Squad affiliates. Appreciate you in the chat room. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Appreciate everybody that's out there listening that's not in the chat room. Definitely uh, appreciate the support and everything and uh, making sure you hang out with us even despite, you know, the issues. But ain't nothing going to stop us from doing this show. Um, whether it's 7 o'clock, 7.30, whatever, we're we going to keep continue to do our thing, man. All right, folks, that's it for the show. Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles, we out of here. Peace. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. You never sell out. Never sell out. They can't tap you with fortunes or fame. Sometimes you gotta talk that talk to them, Nipsey. But when that right deal, it comes your Sometimes way. they can't handle it, though. But you'll remember how to sign your name. But we don't care. Woo! Yeah, it's a moment this special. Oh. It's what happens. Stay down, the game bless you. Right. It's what happens. Don't fold the game test you. Hey. If you pass it, you gone and can't catch you. It's permanent. I've been down, I deserve this shit. Run fry the rock a fellow on my murder shit. Yes. Try to threat me with the fame, ain't concerned with it. Only worry about the green, I'm a herbalist. Even though next level look still achieving those. Seven digits, mono bitches, and arena shows. Hundred thousand, make a transfer, cause my visa low. Every week I send a text like that to GSO. In the back, feeling like Jigga in the GS4. Me and Boogie on some need to know. Watching ATL, nigga on the PS4. They hating on us, I don't even know. Nipsey hustle when the league is on. Niggas lame, but to each his own. Change the game, now I need a throw. Half a million, Uncle Sam, hate to see it go. All money in the squad, nigga, even though. Man, it's hot like a ghetto, ghetto. Hey, calling from the ghetto, ghetto. Live from the ghetto. Live from the ghetto. Yeah. We ain't like you, we don't like you, we don't like you, we ain't nothing like you. Goddamn, we'll snipe you. Calling from the ghetto. Calling from the ghetto, we need help down here, food around here, or we gon' spray everything down here. Calling from the ghetto, ghetto, live from the ghetto, ghetto. Pick up a call from the ghetto, ghetto. Pick up a call from the ghetto. We ain't like you, we ain't never like you, we ain't even like your type. Man, we'll snipe your type. You go live from the ghetto, ghetto. Man, it's live from the ghetto. ghetto. Came from nothing to made a something out. I got the whole hood jumping. Tell me what you want now. Oh, 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 oh. Call her from the ghetto. Got the black hot like a kettle. Can't even call her. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. 
There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.